This is the Team Clear Coat Podcast. We're two friends finally doing something about our obsession with cars. We're probably not doing it well, but it should be fun, and we might actually learn something along the way. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Ian. Dave. How are you, buddy? Tired. Me too, because we just had a fantastic time talking to a gentleman but we're doing the intro for that now. So we are doing the beginning it. of the show. It's not the beginning. It's the before time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had we lured yet another person into the blanket fort, and they were here in person. It was uh, Eric Bergman, who is the regional territory manager for Haggerty uh, Insurance in in Colorado. Um, and for Northern Colorado, sorry. Yep. And for anybody who doesn't know, Haggerty specializes in collectible and rare car insurance. Yes. And, um, but as you can imagine for someone who works in such a specialized thing, he's a huge car fan. Right. And we, uh, talked for, uh, all of the time. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a long one, folks. So buckle in, but it is a lot of fun and he was, he was great. So he will probably be back on at some point. Yeah. Um, but enjoy that conversation uh, right now. Hello, Eric. Hello. Welcome to the Blanket Fort. Thanks. Um, it's not I can't... as creepy as I expected. I Isn't like it? it? No. Oh, okay. It's nice. We need to make some changes. <laughs> we need to creep this thing up. Yeah, we usually talk about like luring people down here, <laughs> trapping them, and then getting arrested. <laughs> right, right. Their loved ones looking for them. All in air quotes. I love yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Right. It's yeah. a get-out-of-jail-free card. Right. <laughs> um, well, anyway, we're, we're super excited to have you on the show, um, and uh, we promise that it wasn't 100% because you have a 1970s Trans Am. <laughs> oh, you're going to pigeonhole me with that right away. I swear I'm a German car guy. This is just one anomaly. Y- you were admiring Ian's R32. I did. I walked around it before I came in. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Did you notice any parts missing or falling off? Or? Well, I, winter tires still on it. Yeah. Because yeah. you never know in right, Denver. Right. I right. did summers today. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I put the staggered setup on. It's brave, man. Ooh, yeah. staggered. Uh-huh. You're badass. <laughs> yeah, so man. badass in my old man sedan, <laughs> my Infiniti M45. It's got staggered wheels. That means something's cooking underneath. Yeah. It is. It's That's not right. bad. It's not bad. Yeah. But anyway, about you, Eric. Yes. yes. You are the job title, Ian? Uh, regional <laughs> territory manager for Haggerty uh, Car Insurance. Motor insurance? What's Auto insurance? Well, they want us to call it just Haggerty now because we want to be a automotive brand, is what I'm told. So, uh, okay. yes, insurance is still the money maker, of course. Sure, but there's sure. Uh, many other arms. Valuation, you guys have those yes. valuation books I put yeah. in your and hands, I, and I actually have wasted uh, many, many uh, ostensible work hours on the valuation tool. <laughs> Good. on the on that's the, what we want. Website. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's so much fun. I, I I'm, I'm excited for. Newer stuff to start getting yes. in there, um, but yeah, I I love playing with that uh, the little valuation tool. It's Good. so much fun. Yeah, if you want me to go down that rabbit hole, I certainly can about our valuation guide. It's yeah, let's yeah, let's do talk it. about yeah. that. So yeah. the book, as you see here, has um, months amazing. on it. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. uh, January to April, I think that one expires. Oh, wow. So we wow. do we do three issues a year. Um, we're one of the only. Valuation companies, oops, companies, right. I guess you could say, um, that update more than an annual basis. So oh, okay. We go through the majority of the vehicles in there um, three times a year and update the values. 
Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just auction. Everybody's like, oh, you know, after a big auction happens, Bear Jackson, of course, everyone knows Bear Jackson. Right, yeah. Sure, sure. Bear Jackson happens, and there's two people that are have some auction fluid. We know what that means. Okay. Uh, liquor. Yep. You have uh-huh. a little liquor, mm-hmm. and then uh, yep. Yep. you want that 78 Trans Am, and so does the other guy behind you. And, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, you bid that up to a ridiculous amount. That doesn't get reflected in our guide. Or someone okay. needs to launder some money successfully. Yeah. <laughs> right. Smash cut to somebody waking up like a week later and like the, the <laughs> delivery truck backing up yeah. and just a clapped out like, you know, Roadrunner getting. I've had so yeah. many clients that have gone down to Scottsdale for auction week and been inebriated and yeah. bought a ton of things. Yeah. And the truck shows up and they're starting to unload and they're like. What <laughs> did I buy? Oh, God. Most of the time, they have a lot of money, so it's really not that big of an issue. Right, they right. just have their guy fix it, and it'll yeah. be good. But It's the rich guy equivalent of drunk Amazon buying. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. yeah. Right. Yeah, but there's a semi-truck that shows up with 80-year new cars on it, and you're like, oh, boy. That's a little bit different than buying all of the mama's family <laughs> like on <Right>. DVD <laughs> <laughs> at 2 a.m. Right. <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, I, yeah I've seen yeah. it. I've seen that happen firsthand. But yeah, wow. so the majority of our values come from our own policyholders. We insure oh, um, okay. more classic and collector vehicles than any other carrier in the world. Wow. Um, we have, I think in North America alone, we have almost a million and a half cars that we insure. Whoa, okay. Yeah. And so every vehicle that gets insured with us, um, we want to know, you know, condition. We usually ask you to send us in a, a number of pictures for the vehicle. Sure, So we sure. kind of get a good idea of what type of condition it's in. Right, right. Um, and so really the, the bulk of the, the data comes from our own policyholders and what they're buying and selling. That's amazing. And who's amazing. calling us for quotes and that right. kind of thing. So yeah, um, yeah. That, so that's, that's uh, been a great arm for us. We've been wow. doing that, I think, for Oh, I'm going to butcher this. I think since mid 2000s, um, the, the valuation guide. And, okay. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a, uh, a a cornerstone in the valuation market for especially classic uh, cars, but more and more so some of the newer stuff that's collectible. Yeah. So, um, and it's a free guide that we put out, which is really cool. That is. This makes me think of like the. Uh, the British car magazine, Car, mm-hmm. you was always used to have those tiny little reviews and all of the prices, MSRPs, and everything for everything that was on sale right. in the UK market. And I just used to love pouring through that, like yeah. just finding all the weird little outliers. Oh, the, the you wormhole know? you can go down. And, yeah. and this is, again, just this is, you know, just numbers. Um, if you go on the website, you can actually print out a multiple page report that talks about. Um, the specific vehicles, let's see. Yeah. It, you know, it talks about the history. It'll talk about um, how many were produced, options in a lot of cases. Um, and, and a lot of vehicles, too, at the end, the last page, it'll give you a VIN breakdown. It'll tell you what the parts of the VIN mean. Oh, nice. Which okay. is really cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I love seeing the graphs. Like, yes. Because I, I think I discovered this, uh, the the valuation tool, like, <clears throat> it was like, it was a few years ago now, like, right when 9-11 prices went like crazy. Yes. Uh, and just, I started going to look at like the hockey sticks you uh-huh. know, of, of like 9-11. BMW E30s. And then it's just like from there, it just spirals because you're just like, well, what about a Datsun 510? Have those started going up yet? What about a Alfa right. Romeo? What about a, yeah. hmm. I wonder where the, huh? 
the, the usually there's bars at the top that talk about click on the Haggerty logo and let's just see where that takes us. There we go. Hey. Car values up at the top. There's a the car values and evaluation tools. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And the, and like you said, it doesn't go. You were kind of talking before, and we definitely want to get into this, but it doesn't go to that new right so like where does it kind of stop mid 90s for the most part but again if you get into um if if you get into something like you know modern corvettes or or specific 911s you know maybe like gt gt2 rs or, or gt3 rs or something like that right um it'll generally have values on those yeah wow so i i just pulled up a 1957 saab 93 uh the Whopping thirty-seven and a half horsepower, mm. eight thousand nine hundred dollars average value. So that is pulling a number three value, which we consider good. Okay. Um, number one is um, best of the best. Less than three percent of cars in that segment are number ones. And sure. Basically, what I tell people is, do you drive it? And they, if they say yes, I say then it's not a number one. Right. Because right. a number one, as soon as you start driving it, quickly becomes like a two plus. Okay. Right. So a number one would be a Concorde vehicle that gets rolled in and out of a trailer for shows, fresh restoration, you know, to a high quality. Yeah. Um, And then number two would be, you could bring it to a local show, maybe win an award. Number three is just your average kind of stuff. Right. Uh, The car I bought is probably a three minus. Okay. It looks great from five feet, but... Five feet is good. I would kill for five feet. I would kill for five feet as well. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But it's black and you start looking at it, you're like, oh, look at that. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're you're hanging out with way too high flyers. That's your problem. It is true. Your expectations are here. It is true. Hang out with us. Bring them right back to the Well, the ones I talk about are the high flyers. (laughs) You know, when I'm I'm in someone's dimly lit shed looking at their (laughs) Model T, that T bucket that they made that they want to talk about for two hours. Sure. I don't talk about that a lot. It gets weird. If you want to feel better about yourself, I'll show you the rust side of my Saab Vigan. Because there's a good side and then a rust side. (laughs) Is it from the Midwest? Is that why it's rusty? From Maine. Ah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's, you, it's a whole thing. It's a whole yeah, thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll have to go back in the archives to learn about it. I won't waste time. Uh, I don't so want go to be the, the guy telling you about it for two hours. Go to the uh, uh, current and historical values. Yeah. And this is the the part that I like. Does it have? Oh, you have to, oh, you have to you sign. Have to you have to log, log in, in now. Ah, yeah. Okay. All right. I've got a free account. <laughs> I'll do it. Ian, sign in. Well, I yeah, I... I always love finding th- these weird things like I just happened upon Ford GT40s. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, so, you know, $4.7 million for the prototype. Yeah, so, like, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I I could <laughs> – I'm sorry. This is going to be the most boring podcast because it's just going to be me reading a book all night. The funny thing is, yeah. is our, our average client is, like, in their 50s and – okay. Um, Retired, you know, that's the classic car client anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I give them, they always want the paper book. I try and refer them to online. They're like, no, I want the book. I want the book. So I give yeah. them the book and they're like, I can't read any of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're going to hand them like a phone book. You need like, to give us, Mike, you need to give us uh, magnifying glasses. Yeah. Like, and then you know, like their kids are going to have to throw out like 700 70. of these yes. oh. when, when yes. they die. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so people hunt me down because these books, again, will do an annual subscription and I don't remember what it says in the back of the book but I think it's like $20 or something for oh, yeah. three of them and um yeah so people just hunt me down at shows they're like where's the where's the Haggerty guy I know he has the new books 
don't want. I don't want to pay just, for that. Yeah, they're looking for the new book uh-huh. handout. Okay. Oh, Eric, it's nice to see you. Got any you got any price guys? <laughs> all you, all I am is a book to you. That's right. All I am. Pretty much. Yeah, just a stack of papers. That's right. With a bunch of numbers in it. I'm a person too. Damn it. Yeah. Look at that. Okay. So yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. This is. If we were to pick a vehicle that maybe had a little. Higher know. value, like it would be a fluctuate uh, more. Maybe something that's just maybe more in demand. Okay. I, don't, I mean, I don't want to be offensive here. No, to the you're Sob enthusiast. No, you're not. Okay. It yeah. is. It is genuinely kind of amazing to me though that like Sob values have just never taken off at all for any of them. Like, because they're so weird and strange. So look up. Unique, a, look up. You, know? uh, you can see the tabs. The second set of tabs down there. You can search by make. Year or VIN, which is actually really cool. Okay. Um, but search by year. Let's look up a '62 Ferrari GTO just because okay. oh, you yeah. know that's going to be bonkers. Sure, sure. Yeah, '62. All right, Ferrari. Okay, we're yeah. clicking on 250, 250 GTO. Yep. All right. The sure, sure. Yep, yep. Six Weber carbs. Weber, 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 <laughs> yeah. Weber, Weber, Weber. <laughs> Yeah, so there's okay, oh sixty-five million dollars. Yeah, seventy-three for, for the concourse. One. Yeah, because uh, one gentleman purchased one last year, uh, private sale, uh-huh. and paid paid in that realm for right. one, right, a silver one. Yeah. So, so the sample size for the valuation was one, right? And then right. Um, at auction, the the record value for the most expensive car ever sold at auction happens to be this car as well. But it sold last year in Pebble Beach for I think. Forty-eight million before the, before the juice. You know all the, the yep. fees and the all auction. that stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the re- that's the most expensive car that's ever been sold at auction. Okay. But of course, a month before, a gentleman bought one for in the seventy million dollar range because why wouldn't you? Right. And then his wife and children were seen driving it around Pebble Beach Car Week, and it went to the Quail and all kinds of crazy things and. <laughs> So insane, th- there's this I, I I'm really into that cartoon the Venture Brothers and there's yeah. a, there's an episode where uh one of them gets like uh like uh one of the most valuable Marvel comics ever made and they like they take it out of the pack the like the protective thing and they're reading it and the value is just like ticking down and down <laughs> in the corner of the screen like in your mind when you see like somebody like driving that car around is like up oh, up oh, two plus <laughs> but it's funny these cars um I, I think they made in the high 30s of these mm-hmm. and the more they're raced and whatever their provenance mm-hmm. in that that drives the the value up yeah and essentially at this value you can't wreck one of these you can't total one because yeah. It's it's, co- it's cost effective. If right. there's to a restore speck it. of dust, they just rebuild it. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and there, yeah, there was one that sold a couple years ago. I can't remember the exact year, but it sold at auction. I think at Pebble, and it had been totaled twice in its prior life, and no one cared. Right. Salvage title. Yeah. Right. Salvage title. <laughs> Two fifty GTO. Right. Yeah. The Craigslist ad for a, for a, a, a GTO would be hilarious. Oh, it's awesome to see like seventies or or even eighties magazines where they have you know the buyers section in the back car magazines and yeah. it's like yeah sixty two Ferrari GTO seventy five hundred bucks and people are like oh my god why can't I have one of those now right yeah right. Yeah, yeah. If we had time machines, we would ruin this place. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we'd all be ballers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. So yes, this one is a a very high extreme of of yeah the valuation guide. Yeah. So there's one that I want to do. 
do uh you have do to a, be part of the club now ah, to get to the get, oh you know, so we God, just changed yeah. this we have the drivers club now ah so go uh oh yeah that's a good one. Oh, wait. okay so you get the three years okay yeah. so go to um alfa romeo uh, a 1974 alfa romeo gt uh gtv okay all right gtv mm-hmm. all right i love the gtvs yes Me too. yeah this is the one that like makes me cry every time. Every say every time I see it like come up on bring a trailer. Why is it doing that? Oh, because it's under Haggerty does this weird. They don't call it the GTV. They call it like the junior. My advice when you're searching in here is if you know the year what you're looking for, start with the year, okay. search by year. It oh, just okay. narrows the field down yeah. a lot quicker. What'd you say, Ian? Seventy four. Seventy four. Okay. This is the one where every time it comes up, I'm bring every time one comes up, I'm bring a trailer and the price goes up. I'm just like, oh god, I'm never gonna own one. And bring a trailer is, I mean, the the, the things 2000. that the things that they're doing. I mean, cars are going for correct values, if not more than that, because if people get behind it and go bazonk, you yeah, know, mm-hmm. about it, it's yeah. yeah. I, I do you think that that's like that that's helped the market, like bring a trailer because they didn't always do auctions. They've only been doing that for what two, three, four years. I now? think, yeah, I yeah. I mean, I've I think I've been a subscriber to that daily email that they send every morning. Are yeah. you guys on that? I would assume, yeah, yeah. since like early 2011, yeah. 12 or something like since that. Since I and knew what it was, yeah. And mm-hmm. I get mad now. I'm just like, oh, this is in my inbox. I don't want to look at this, right? Because it's all, yeah. I it's things are ridiculous. When the Trans Am goes down the road here in a couple uh, years, it will be on Ring a Trailer Faux Show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. So I get yeah. ridiculous, hopefully, more money than I should for it. Well, yeah. did you see that uh, an R32 went on Bring a Trailer not that, yeah. not that long ago? For It was a it was a 2004, and it had, like, no miles on it. Right. But it was still, it went for, like, over 40 grand. It was, like, yeah. 43 grand or something. Which is more than it was new. I know. Which is in that doesn't right. make any sense to me. Right it's for a Mark IV Golf. I mean, it's collectible I guess. Now. Well, it's it's a lower production. It GTI, is. It is. So. It is. But I mean, it's the the idea that it would have appreciated. Over, oh, I know. Over the short of time is like insane to me. <laughs> Only uh, if they packed in more fuses, like all of the right. metal from the fuses that have burnt out inside of it, right. goes towards the scrap value. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Ian. Yeah. Yeah, so here we're looking at- So, yeah, you sh- I wish it wouldn't default to the number one value because that, sure. you shouldn't be looking at that anyway. Right. And people- $95,000 right. for a GTV? <laughs> what? Ian, you can get a forty grand GTV. You can get a fair GTV. Well, but like five years ago, uh, we don't have uh, access to five years, but five years ago or six years ago, that was like a $3,000 car. Right. Like it, it's gone crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So still in the market, our book only goes through uh, values uh, or conditions one through four. There's still five and six in the market. Five is basically probably doesn't run, but mm-hmm. is good for restoration. Six is like you're not restoring it; it's a parts car type deal. Gotcha. But we don't outline those in our guide. At sure. All. Sure. Ian, we do, we have sixes. Yeah. We have <laughs> we have sixes. standards at Haggerty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, oh my God! Yeah, I'm gonna waste all my time on this. Yeah, yeah. So, do you think that there's like a feedback loop a bit with your with your customers, where like they see these auction prices kind of going crazy, and so they're I'm assuming a lot of these are like a lot of your customers do like kind of like stated value sort of things. Yeah. Right? So, so that's that's a good a good thing to bring up. We do um, what's called guaranteed value, which is the same thing as 
agreed value. And stated value is slightly different. It's really confusing when you look at your policy declaration page um, because stated value and agreed value look the same because there's a value stated for the car right on the deck page. The problem with stated value is that's the most that they're going to pay you, same same as agreed value, but they can depreciate from that value if they see fit. Okay. So say you insure a car for 20 and okay. you it gets stolen and they come to you and say, okay, uh, you know, we're seeing the market is those cars are going for about, you know, $13,000. We're going to pay you a check for 13 grand. And you're like, but I'm paying premium for 20. That doesn't make any sense. But that's what stated value is. They can right. pay up to that limit, but they're not going to go. They don't have to. They can depreciate. Oh, okay. Where agreed value or what we've trademarked um, guaranteed value is just that. So 20K, if it's totaled or stolen, we write you a check for the amount that's on the policy, unless you have a deductible. But the majority of our policyholders have zero deductible on things. So Sure. Um, yeah, so 20K is what you would get if it were a, a theft or a, a total. Okay. So if somebody called you and was like, I have a number three... Alpha GTV, yep. and here it says that it's 30, uh, 39500 and he and they say it's worth $60,000, you guys would be like, mm, nope. Uh, no, I'm just going to want to, you know, I want to want to have a discussion and find out why, you know, what, is it in excellent condition? Have you, right. you know, I don't want to, we don't want to be mean about things, but sure. we want to make sure we're properly insuring them. But I mean, if someone is passionate about it and they send us documentation to prove that you know, the photos reflect that it is in excellent condition. Yeah, we have no problem with that. Okay. Um, the, the big differentiator with us and other collector car insurers is we will never ask for an appraisal. Most other carriers, oh, okay. um, once you hit a certain threshold, like 20000 or above or 30000 and above, it just depends on the company. They'll say, get an appraisal and then we'll insure it for whatever the appraisal says. Um, and that's fine, but, you know, an appraisal is 250 bucks on up. Right, so, right. Um, you know, we're, we're not always the low-cost leader when it comes to insurance, but if you factor in not having to get an appraisal, we generally are. Okay. Hmm. And in a market driven by such crazy dynamic auction prices, Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, then, like, how how accurate could appraisals be in, in such fluctuating markets? I mean, yeah. obviously well, there's experts, but... Yeah, and the, the appraiser has the, you know, the, the burden to get um, comparables, you know, yeah. generally three yeah. comparables... Makes it a valid appraisal, and if they can't find a, a you know valid comps, what do you do? Right. Yeah. Right. I, but I mean, you look at the valuation tool and you look at those numbers, and there's a lot of wiggle room between them. So right. I mean, it's it's a suggestion, you know. Right. Right. Um, and with certain cars, there'll be um, you know down below there'll be bullet points like if it's a manual transmission that adds fifteen percent. Gotcha. It, you know if it's. Um, a special edition car or something. Usually we'll have a breakout for that, but sure. there'll be items that will add more value that are just a percentage that you mm -hmm. can just tack on the top. Right. So it, it's still very subjective and all cars are different. Nothing's ever the same, but right. this is a good jumping off point and at least it gives people something tangible to look at and, and get an idea of what their vehicle is yeah. worth. Because yeah. we want people to be happy with the agreed value or the guaranteed value that we're insuring right. it for. So if it does disappear can they replace it with what they had essentially right, that's right. what we want right yep yeah it is also i can't 
I can't state this enough, a fantastic time waster. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like this in one tab and like Auto Trader in another tab. Yeah. It's like it's the best. It's it's yeah. And I get to, I get to go through this and I can be screwing around in this the majority of my day and it's my job. It's so. work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's nice. My yeah. boss might disagree, but that's all right. Ashley, <laughs> I like you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's this auto trader and then that rock auto price compare uh, yeah. repair index calculator. Oh, I haven't looked at that. Have you seen oh, that? Oh God. If you yeah, if you want really? to feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, let's, let's go. Oh, yeah. 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 See, right. I'm learning things. So it doesn't it doesn't tell you like the cost of maintaining the car because that's a very different thing sure. yeah. than what this does. But it tells you a you cost. Have to go to the bottom. Repair. Yeah. They hide it because oh. they know it's going to waste all it's your time. For parts. So like the parts. And my car always wins. Not the <laughs> not the Volkswagen. My other car, my yeah. Saab Turbo X. Oh. It like we did it up against like a Range Rover, like a new Range Rover, yeah. like a 2006 full like re- Range Rover supercharged, and mine was worse. Really? Yeah. yeah. So you find two cars here. So we'll do. We'll Let's do, do a 1978 Trans Am. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I will say I'm a I'm a German self proclaimed German car enthusiast. Mm-hmm. I like German cars. I've, I've basically owned just that up until this 78 Trans Am. This blip in my History. Well, what's the what's your most fun um, German car that you've owned? I've just had some um, some A4 Avants that I've had a bunch of junk done to them. You know, oh yeah, um, yeah. I've always I've always lusted for S4s or RS4s, but I've never had that money, so it falls under Firebird. Okay, all right. And then it is the six point six liter four hundred. There was a nice. four fifty five. Okay, all right. So that's, yeah, for earlier cars. That's earlier vehicle in the 70s. one. Okay. okay. And what do we want to compare it to? What do you want to compare it? What What do you think would be like? Uh, what's a good index vehicle? If like you hadn't bought, what? if you hadn't bought that, what would oh, you have bought uh, as a collect as a toy? Yeah. Instead, I was looking at like. Uh, O one, O two, nine eleven turbos. Okay, all right. Let's <laughs> See? let's run the numbers. Yes. Ian. that's that's what this tool is it for. It couldn't it's be more best. different. So yeah, like a O two. Okay, all right. Yeah, O two. How do numbers work? All right, nine eleven. Okay, turbocharged. Sure, yeah, of course. When they were induction. still man, when you could still get one in the high thirties, low forties. Right. Yeah. Okay, so then you just hit this magic button down at the bottom here. And (laughs) (laughs) so then they throw it, they typically throw a nice, yeah, here's the the parts for the Porsche are 4.05 times the cost of the parts for the Firebird. Well, I just made my first parts order and was blown away how cheap things are for a Pontiac of the 70s. There you go. I mean, I was ordering parts and boxes continued to show up and my wife was like, how much did we spend on this? I was like, almost nothing. <laughs> it's like six hundred dollars worth of parts, and look at all this crap. People paid me to take them. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. now to be fun, let's do that same nine eleven turbo against a Saab. Yeah, I want to see this yeah, station the, wagon. Yeah, the Saab. And because oh it, it's God. it's unbelievable how expensive parts yeah. are for this stupid thing. Yours is an 08, right? Yeah, 08. Yeah. Well, and like, and it's not three. even. It doesn't even give you like the turbo x version yes yeah, so you have to factor haldex repairs on top of this <laughs> find finding a cadillac what's yeah. the cadillac with the same S- the srx yeah oh really finding a cadillac yeah. donor car for your rear uh, and what's really bad it has the uh, it has an electronic limited slip diff uh-huh. so even the one even the sobs and some of the other gms that shared that haldex 
don't have that Haldex. <laughs> of course not. Why would they? Right? So dumb. Look oh, at that. man. They're almost equal. And actually, the, the sob is wins. more. <laughs> That's yeah. how bad it is. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> We're sorry for your management for showing you this website. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's work. I love the Pontiac just bottomed out. <laughs> yeah. It is. Oh, it's so simple and... Yeah. But you know what's funny is it is it is a I, I hate to use the word because I think it's overused iconic yeah but it's such an iconic car I'm a oh, I'm a child yeah. of the eighties and when my parents would go to the video store on a Friday night and they'd say what do you want I would say Smokey and the Bandit one two and three and my dad's like aren't two and three terrible and I was like yeah but you know <laughs> I feel like I have to celebrate their entire collection exactly <laughs> two is ruined by that terrible elephant that they're always trying to haul around and three the Bandit's not even in. It's a snowman. He's a damn bandit the whole time. Sorry, I could go down a wormhole. I'm That's sorry. So I've never seen three. Oh, I even know I've three never have existed. Either. He's yeah. driving an '80s turbo Trans Am, a turbo V6. So oh, basically, wow, yeah. like the oh. um, what was it? The Regal, the, the G- Grand National. Yeah, the Grand yeah, National yeah, motor yeah. essentially yeah. in it. Um, yeah, and it's got these weird '80s turbo fan wheels. And there's a yeah. yeah I, I got to pull up some screenies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> I know way too much about. Why haven't I heard it on that podcast? How did this get made? That's a fantastic. It's about yeah. bad movies. Yeah, uh-huh. I love that. Yeah, one is good, yeah. but you know, as sequels oh, go, yeah, it's yeah, it, it, the oh the yeah the black and uh-huh. gold. Yeah, oh man, those might even be hubcaps that are on that those turbo fan hubcaps. Wow. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Look at the snowman. See the third picture over there from where your cursor is. Yeah, yeah. That's the truck driver from one and two. <laughs> and all of a sudden he's got a mustache and he's looking like the bandit and being weird. And yeah. Hi, hi I'm Bort Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> man. Oh, yeah. Just these posters, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. We need to do more movie posters like that in, in this world. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. They're great. Shark. Yeah. So yeah, they they we just wrote an article. Haggerty just wrote an article about the seven cars that we're predicting are gonna oh, are gonna yeah. jump and let's talk the about Trans Am it. is on there. So I showed my wife this as I was like, Look, <laughs> this was a sm- smart financial decision. And she's like, But you work for them. And so. Burt Reynolds just died last year, yeah. so everything's oh, this man, this yeah. car's gonna pop. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right about that. You could use that rock auto thing too. You're like, yeah. Look at the look at this graph. There's graphs. <laughs> I will. They mean I will say though, she, she the first time I took her out in, and I go, "What do you think?" And I was really concerned. And she goes, "It's sporty. I like it." And I said, "Okay, really?" Because you know, it's got that big yeah. gold phoenix on the hood that yeah. encompasses the entire hood. And yeah, and my my daughters were sitting in the back and saw that shaker shaking because it apparently needs a tune up. <laughs> but you know, if it's running smooth and the shaker doesn't shake, and we're, the magic's gone, I that, guess. Right. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, That's but six point really six liters, so four hundred cubic inches in nineteen seventy eight, <sighs> and because of emissions and engineers not figuring out how to overcome emissions equipment, right. it had two hundred and twenty horsepower. That's insane. And it's a thirty eight hundred pound car. You can get like a three cylinder engine that has that same. Oh yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah, I mean the seventy seven version was even worse. It was one hundred and seventy horsepower. So they at least oh, added they... fifty to yeah. it in yeah. one year, but. Yeah, thankfully it has some modifications. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll see it's if it uh, passes emissions. <laughs> Do you have to pass emissions with it? Yeah. Oh, 70 is it oh, 75? Yeah. Oh. So Well, you can join the club over here with uh, I can't get my vegan to pass. You just need to find someone that has a PO box in the mountain areas that 
Yeah. I mean, I didn't yeah. say that, but. I know. Yeah. I do, but I. Oh, it's a pain. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, plus, like, I do want it to run clean. You oh, know? no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not outside with two cans of hairspray like, fuck the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. No, I had a I had a pickup truck that, a uh, diesel pickup truck that um, wouldn't, that I brought in to Pat to do emissions and the guy goes, I'm, I'm going to fail you right now. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, <laughs> he goes, it's supposed to have a catalytic converter and there's no catalytic converter. I looked underneath, it's not there. And I said, well, can you just, I paid my money. Can you just run it anyway and see right. if Right. I want to see how bad Yeah. And he, and he ran it and he goes, by the output of your tailpipe, he goes, you pass. But he goes, you fail the visual inspection. He goes, go find a catalytic converter, put it on there and come back and I will pass you. And I put it on there and uh, luckily it was just this big round cat. And so we just cut the ends off and slipped it over the four inch pipe and <laughs> welded it back on. And I went back and he goes, it's there. And he goes, should I bang on it? I go, it's probably not a good idea. It's <laughs> going to sound kind of hollow, sir. So, As you accelerate, it slides off the back. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, of my terrible welding skills, right? <laughs> yeah, but it passed. But it's just funny, those little yeah. idiosyncrasies. But I've right. heard with the older stuff, um, I, and maybe you know this, they, they don't put it on the dyno. They just stick something in the pipe and let it idle, or do they put it, it on the dyno? On... It depends on the car. depends on the mood. Yeah, it depends oh. it, yeah, are you wearing the color blue versus, yeah, yeah, because they dyno the Vigan, but so my Infinity M45, right? Yep. 2006, right? First time I emissions tested it, they just plugged into the OBD, right? Fine, didn't do anything, no dyno. Great. Second time, dyno for some reason. I don't know if they just wanted to see what it does, right? It's not like this is a brand new car. I've only had it for two and a half years. Right. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't hmm. know. Why did it get dynoed one time? Why not the other? Different every time I take the Volkswagen too. Yeah, every time. Yeah. I and you guys, you're from. You are you both from? You're from Maine originally. I, uh, uh, so are your cars from Maine? My cars from Maine. I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we can we all understand rusty cars. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and I'm you, from the Midwest. And you grew up. Yeah, you grew up in an area yeah. where if you had the means, you had a winter beater. Yeah. Do you remember those? Yes. I do. So I, I had a winter beater out here. I don't. I, right when I moved out here, I was like, oh yeah, I need a winter beater. Well, I right. didn't know any better. And sure. I ended up with this 88 GMC Jimmy, the oh, little yeah. S15, the little one, uh-huh. and had no rear brakes, and I didn't care to fix them. So when I went to the dyno to get it to get it uh, emissions tested, I told the guy, I was like, you're going to have to let it roll down, because hitting okay. the brakes is not going to stop the rear end, and if you <laughs> ram it into reverse, we're going to have problems, or into park, we're going to have problems when you think you're done. Right. And he stood out there, and he's... Luckily, the, the speedometer was attached to the rear wheel, so he could see that the rear end was still spinning, and I'm just like, shift it into neutral, and just... Wait, count to 30, it'll go down. Please don't put it in mark. Yeah, winter beaters. We've talked before about how, like, because, you know, the 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 booth that they stick you in yes. with oh. the windows oh. and, God. like, how it's, oh. like, a sitcom with a, with a guy with a father pacing outside the yes. maternity ward. Yes. Yeah. That's what it's like getting your car emissions tested oh. here. Yeah. I, I've live tweeted like the panic emotions, <laughs> like texting Ian. Like it's a real freaking roller coaster. No, it is. Yeah, yeah. You can always tell. Like if you see something like not stock ride height, you can find the owner like three booths down because you just see yeah. their head whipping back oh. and forth in the booth. Yeah, yeah, and there's the other people that are in their daily Corolla and they're like sitting there 
looking at their phone, you're like, you don't even care. Yeah, the luxury of you browsing social media during this time and not having a panic attack like I am. You don't care if they scratch your hubcaps. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, my Fitbit thinks I ran a half marathon. (laughs) (laughs) Good job working out today, Dave. Also, we're concerned about your heart. Right. The last time I went, the the computer blue screened. Yeah. When they plugged, as they plugged, Volkswagen did that. They plugged the OBD, or was it the Saab? No, it was the VW. It was the the Volkswagen. They plugged the OBD sensor in and then just like computer (laughs) shut down, like errored out. Yeah. Because it was like an old Windows XP machine. And I was just like, oh God. (laughs) Huh. It's like, I don't know, Volkswagen or maybe Bosch actually put some programming (laughs) in in their ECUs that did something a little weird when emissions equipment was hooked up. If only like something like that would happen. That'd be, I mean, that's crazy, right? Talk me down. I know. Because it's a crazy conspiracy theory. I can get on a soapbox about that too. I, I, we were headed in such a good direction for diesels in the U S and then VW single-handedly sunk it. And now we're on this. Well, but, I yeah. mean, it turns out we weren't had a negative. No, I know. <laughs> well, he's correct. Although they're re-releasing all those uh, TDI cars now. Yeah, but they're going to be worse. Well, they're getting uh, what? It, my parents had a, a Jetta wagon mm-hmm. that was, you know, those were the best ra- the TDI Jetta yes, wagons. They were rated best. for forty-two miles per gallon on the highway, and my dad, I mean, he's over seventy, so he drives sure. a little slower, but sure, fifty to fifty-two miles to the gallon consistently, yep. even in the winter in northern yep. Minnesota where it's cold. Yep. And my buddy just bought one a thirteen with that's been reprogrammed and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And um, yeah, he said that it's getting now they're advertising thirty-nine miles a gallon. He still said he's getting mid forties with it, but it had thirty thousand miles. VW put uh, an extended warranty on it, and he got it for like. Eleven grand or something See, right? stupid That's like that. So crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. are the. I mean, oh, a, a golf with a TDI in it. Oh yeah. man. Yeah, I, I knew a guy that uh, his job was he maintained uh, MRI machines, mm-hmm. and so he would drive all over the state of Colorado. Yeah, uh, and he had a TDI Jetta wagon because he had a fair amount of kit. Sure. You know, like a, a decent quantity of tools, but not like truck quantity. Right. You know, and it, like. He was he was devastated yeah. that he had to give his up. Yeah. Yeah. They're He's like, what else am I going to buy? He's like a, so- a sob station wagon <laughs> from my buddy Ian. Smash cut to he's broken down five miles from <laughs> and, his- And stroke patients are dying because yeah. he can't fix their MRIs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Prius? I don't even want to say that word, but the yeah. Prius wagon? I, right. What do they yeah. get for mileage? I've never looked. I've never cared to look. I the big either. ones aren't that great. I think it, I think they're under forty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, like nothing's really jumping into the like high forties or fifties. Yeah, not not that you can carry like stuff in. Right. You know? yeah, yeah, you fold down the back seat in that Jetta wagon, and you've got. I mean, you can sleep back there. Yeah, it was it was the perfect car. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Right, I agree. Yeah. So, what got you into the insurance game? Oh man, let's talk about it. I don't. Th- there, there's really a person that wants to be in insurance. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You just kind of fall into it, I think. Okay. And that's what happened to me. I graduated from college in 2002, and my first three years of college, you know, they're like, "Oh, business degree. When you get out, they're going to be offering you. Oh, you're going to have all these offers. It's going to be great." Then 9/11 happens. Okay. And then my last year, they're like, "Oh, well, uh, buckle up for like life insurance sales jobs." And I was like, "Oh man, I don't want to do that." Right. And I actually interviewed with a company when I was still in college. And um, you remember the movie Office Space? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I walked into that 
that office for an interview and I was like, this is straight out of office space. No, I am run, not, run. I'm not working here. Yeah. And so I interviewed, I went through the motions cause I was too chicken to turn around sure. and walk out. Yeah. And they offered me the job and I said, no, I'm, I'm better than that. Nice. And I wasn't. Good move, Eric. Yeah. Good no, move. no. Six months after, <laughs> after, uh, graduation and I was living with my parents and working part-time in the bike shop to <laughs> pay my bills and, right. And then they called again. They're like, we know you said no the last time, but we have another position open for an underwriter. Are you interested? And I was like, yes, I am. Okay. Okay. And now you know how to fix an X9 rear derailleur. Well, yeah. I spent 15 years in the bike industry. Okay. So, uh, well, besides the whole new electronic shifting, I can't, sure. I don't know, know anything about yeah. that. I can read a manual though. So, right. you know, I'm sure I could figure that RTFM. out. RTFM. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that yeah, that was uh, I was a, a desk underwriter, so I was the okay. guy saying yay or nay to things uh-huh. uh, for four years, and then I relocated out here during that time and um, got into marketing position with a different company and was happy there. Was seven years there. Was or thought I was happy. Yeah. And then I had a, one of my insurance agents in Northern Colorado contact me, and she goes, "I'm looking for a new job," and she goes, "I just found a listing for a company with Haggerty." She, she goes, "You know who Haggerty is?" And I was like, "Yeah." Okay. Of course I do. I'm a yeah. car person. I know who Haggerty is. Right. And she goes, they're looking for a marketing rep. And she goes, I was going to apply for this job, but it looks, it has you written all over it. So Nice. Yeah, that was uh, almost five years ago. So. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. So yeah, it's been, it's been fantastic. And we, um, we're based out of Traverse City, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, they decided short, uh, shortly before I was hired that they wanted to put an office out here. And our office is in Golden, Colorado. That's perfect. And so I was employee number one out here. Yes. And now we have about 140 people out That's here. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So mostly call center. So if you call the 800 number, um, especially late morning or afternoon, you're talking to somebody in Golden, which okay. is really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, great. Now everybody there is vying for my job they all want to get out of the call center and be me so sure they're trying to sink my ship i think actively but that's all right <laughs> i do a good enough job of that on my own so they're so just only- gonna send copies of this podcast right to people yeah right <laughs> yeah well yep. just yep. sneaking stuff onto your computer hard drive yeah and then making anonymous tips to hr right yeah right. watch out for the it guys Mm-hmm. Watch out for those guys. No, I'm I'm very good friends with the IT guy. Okay, the good. one the, we have two good. IT guys and they're both uh, cyclists. Okay, and I've uh, made it known that I can help them fix whatever they need. Nice. So I will get them parts. I will fix their bikes there whenever I'm in. Whenever I come in, they're like, "Hey, you got a second? I'm like, "For you, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah." yeah. We're way, both my, IT people, so we like to hear that. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I know, I know, I know yeah. how where the mm-hmm. uh, how to how to make uh, IT people happy. There you go. I want yeah. my stuff to work too. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 awesome. That's man. Uh, yeah, it's my thing in a nutshell. For a long time, I thought, ah, this insurance thing—it's a temporary game. But I think I'm about what am I? I'm 15 years, 16 years deep. I think this might be a yeah. Maybe my next life, I'll do something more interesting. But this is hey, awesome. Hey, if you have to be in insurance, this is the place to be. To You're talk absolutely about, exactly right. To see cars, to drive people's cars, to talk about cars, yeah. motorcycles and stuff all day long is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, no, I'll take it for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And it brings me to an FMK Cars. Oh. FMK Cars is the game that Ian and Dave play on the Team Clear Coat podcast. It's based on the classic game, Fuck, Mary Kill, but instead of playing it with people like gross people do, we're nice and we play it with cars. Ian? Eric, in this game, F means you drive it for a day. You hit it and quit it. Right. M means you marry it, daily driver, 
K means you kill it. You send it to the crusher. Correct. Yep. Kind of goes against company policy. We don't want to crush cars, but I will. <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to crush if it's yeah. Yeah. We're, terrible. It's all pretend. It's I know. all pretend. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> all right. So I don't really have a good, uh, I couldn't come up with a good title for this one. But it turns out that Haggerty has other stuff. So I was poking around on the website, researching. Doing a little noodling. Which it should surprise everybody that we research some sometimes for this show. Yeah. Um, but Haggerty also has a new f- uh, product um, that's like kind of a Turo competitor. Yeah, DriveShare. DriveShare. Yep. Uh, so when did that start? I think we bought, there was a, a gentleman who had started it, I believe, on the East Coast. And about, I don't know how long ago he started it, but we announced it, I think, two years ago at uh, Pebble Beach Car okay. Week. Okay. Yeah, so we've been running it for about two years um, under the Haggerty brand. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's mainly classic and collector cars. Um, Turo, I know, originally kind of started out daily driver type stuff. I know they're trying to get more into enthusiast stuff, which is great. Um, So yeah, that's, yeah, there's, there's, uh, it's, it's all user based. So if there's not enough cars out there, I know, look at that. The other redneck car I want, that 69 Dodge Charger down there. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y- you are going to have to ungenerally it, though. Yeah, that's yeah. not socially acceptable anymore. Nope. Um, oh. Yeah, I know you guys were just talking about that car, the Thunderbird. Yeah. The worst. Oh. Collectible, man. Yeah. Sure it is. All right. So, <laughs> so this is the cheapest three cars on DriveShare in Denver with a manual. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. So you can go up here and uh, just sort, sort by, by price, price low, low to high. high. That, I mean, that's when I go to a website, that's the uh-huh. only way I sort it. <laughs> right. And then more search options. You can okay. drop down to manual. And, uh, uh, there we un- go. Unclick the auto. Okay. So it is the 1996 be. Mazda Miata M edition. Uh, and I meant to look up what M edition was, and I did not. I forgot. I don't know what that is either. Uh, a 98 BMW M3. And then an 89 Land Cruiser BJ70. I thought just like to have just a, a grouping of three cars like that, that's a pretty good kind of breadth of, yeah. of enthusiast cars right. that you can drive. Give us a, a, a little insight into where you live. Mm, man. Yeah. If you were driving something for a day. For, oh, man. For a day? I don't want to crush it. Watch, these are going to be policyholders, too. And I'm crush their cars. <laughs> Eric crushed my car. Yeah. I want a discount. That's right. It's illegal, sir or ma'am. We cannot do that. Uh, I, I mean, these cars are on Schmeichemer, not I'm, the Haggerty website. I'm probably going to, for the for the one day, hit it and quit it, probably the M3. Okay. I okay. know that's, that's going to be, I don't know. People are going to disagree with me. They're fun cars. They're great cars. Yeah. But- you know, maintenance costs. I'm right. Sh- I'm not. I'm not a. I'm, not, I'm a thrifty guy. Right. This is why yeah. I own a '78 Trans Am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We saw the Rock Auto repair yeah. next calculator. That's right. Okay. Okay. But those are great cars. Um, yeah. My one of my coworkers had bought a very cheap one uh, last year and was going to track it at High Plains, and went on the forums and said, "What should I do to track this?" And everybody says, "It needs an oil pan baffle. You need to do that, or you're going to starve your." Okay. Camshaft of oil, and he did not do that, and he no. broke his camshaft, and oh no! And now yeah. he has a 1998 paperweight. Uh huh. Well, he actually got even luckier. He brought it to a shop to have uh, work done, and the shop left it outside uh, overnight, no. and um, it was it got hailed on in one of those monster hailstorms. 
and he had. Oh, you um, stay away from this friend of yours. Yeah. Well, You're he, falling no, in with no, a bad no, crowd. No, he, fell, he, he made out. He made backwards oh, into money. Yeah, he right. made out like a yeah. bandit because he had it insured for a guaranteed value of I don't remember. Um, but yeah, he, so Enough the car was buy another one. broken and yeah. it got totaled by hail. And guess what? He got oh, paid. So wow. he got so lucky. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Yeah, so that would be my, the day. Okay. The day car. Right. Okay. Um, the forever car. Uh huh. Probably going to be the Miata. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Midwestern redneck and that, that four wheel drive looks, looks good. Right. Yeah. But, but, I'm, I'm, uh, it's it's at elevation here that I mean they're both going to be you know down on par but man exactly. Miatas on the track are fantastic oh right they're fantastic yeah. corner cars as everyone knows they're yeah they're momentum momentum cars, cars. Yeah, yeah and actually uh, we can dive into that I'm doing a uh, um, uh, Rocky Mountain Vintage Racing Club is doing a driver school next weekend oh, oh awesome whoa. and a client offered to loan me a race car to do. To get my competition license, oh, there you awesome. go. So I'm driving an open wheel Formula V next weekend. What? Down at uh, Pikes Peak International Raceway. So I'm going to learn how to become a professional. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm pretty pumped about that. But no, yeah. So that would be the the forever, the Miata, yeah. just because you know dead nuts reliability and yeah. fun yeah. and low on the repair index calculator. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, yeah. Because that would fit my cheap lifestyle to support my cycling habit and right. You could throw the like the luggage rack, bike rack thing on top of that. Yeah, or get the get the, the hard, hard top. top for it, and yep. put a sea sucker on there. You familiar yep. with those? I am the suction cup mounts. Mm, yep. yep. There's yep. Uh, there may be pictures of uh, my mountain bike on my Trans Am on Tuesday night with the sea sucker on it nice. coming this on week. the T tops. <laughs> no, nice. I, mine doesn't have T tops. Oh, okay. I bought the one without. Good, t-tops. right? Well, they always leak. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I found out that the T tops were not originally. Designed, they would build the car and then it would go to a body company and they would cut the roof oh. out. And that car doesn't have a full frame; it has two subframes that bolt into the unibody. So oh you cut God. more of the roof structure out. That's not a good thing. No, it's not because that sheet metal right between. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's a lot of rigidity yeah. right there. And everybody says as soon as you put new seals in the t-tops, you they, they leak. They said it doesn't matter. Okay, so no I actually wanted a non-t-top car, and that's what I got. Yeah, I I personally cannot stand sunroofs. As, yeah. a, as a ginger, the sun yeah. is my enemy. Right. And and I'm six foot four. I want the extra headroom in a car. That's true. Right? So, I like, yeah, I I didn't, when I had my old Saab, it was a, a 1997, I saw, like, the same thing, but without the sunroof. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I want to buy this and swap all my mods over to it <laughs> just to not have to have a sunroof. And anymore. they're lighter when they don't have a sunroof, yeah. so yeah. performance-oriented, sure. Yeah, let's put a bunch of glass right upstairs. See, and my yeah. wife, that's a requirement for a car for have her. Have to Is have it? a sunroof? Yes, but she's... She doesn't like to have it open because it messes up her hair. She just, okay. it's like, why are we, why, why are we doing this? <laughs> just you, extra light? Yeah. I, I like a sunroof in a car. Okay. I like it. That's, yeah. I mean, you know, whatever, but yeah. she doesn't have it open. Yeah. Sorry, honey. No, I'm telling I, you down the road. The only thing <laughs> that I have mine for is when I have a bike on top of my car, oh. I pop the cover open. So I know if the cover's open, don't drive under anything low. I knock on wood, have never. Never mm. done that. My buddy has done it to two bicycles within like two years. I have I have an old old boss at a bike shop I worked at in college that did it probably quarterly. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. 
Yeah. And my buddy, like, he's got to have, like, the crazy carbon fiber stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I ride steel bicycles. Right. Steel I is ride real. Surly's. Steel right? is real. Steel is real. That's right. Right? Yeah. I'd be more concerned about the garage than I would be my bicycle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. But the, right? that's panic mode. The, the few times I've been in a car with a sunroof and my bike, you see it wiggling up there at 80 miles yeah. an hour, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. I don't know. I'm going to be freaking out on Tuesday, though, with that sea sucker. And right. I won't hear it fall off. That junk makes a ton of noise, and it's, <laughs> my bike goes off the back. Oh. What's banging around now? Yeah. yeah. Something else to fix right. with a $15 part. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> $15, you're not joking. I mean, I everything is so cheap. Yeah, what's I've been conditioned by German cars, so everything is so cheap. I'm going on Rock Auto, and I'm looking up an alternator for your car right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Every O'Reilly, AutoZone, all of them. They, they have, have them. them in- and I have five options, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What quality would you like, sir? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, because yeah. like the 400... Didn't have like if it was a German automaker, the 400 would have had a totally different alternator and water pump and everything else yeah. than like the 360, right? But not so here. Well, and the thing it's that I've the learned same. about Pontiac Motors recently is they all use the same block. Okay. Um, there's not a big block or a small block. They all use the same block and they just change the bore and stroke in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Well, I mean, that's a, it's all just small block. <laughs> Thirty-two Chevy. dollars. Thirty-two bucks. Yeah. Which this is also what we ended up. Uh, Wedging onto the Maserati when it broke on the race weekend. There you go. Yep. It was a small block Chevy yeah. alternator, <laughs> which then broke again because it didn't fit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You mean the thing that we managed to get with like paint sticks and dowel rods and a few bolts and washers hooked yeah. up to the accessory drive didn't hold up? So I do, uh, we uh, race Chump Car with yeah. my dad and he has a Maserati by Turbo. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Which. You yeah, know, that's racing it like Road America. So when it breaks, finding uh, parts right. for an '87 <laughs> Maserati in Elkhart, Wisconsin, uh-huh. should be in a Cavalier if you're in Wisconsin. Exactly. Yeah. Or a Beretta exactly. if you really yeah. want to get sporty. Oh yeah. Oh, but they're yeah. all rusted out. There. That's true. You never yeah. see a Beretta I, there anymore. I saw a Beretta like within the last month, and I oh. was like, <gasps> yeah. a Beretta. I wanted a Beretta. What was the Z edition? It was a Z26. Z20. The Cavalier was the Z24. Yeah. The Lumina was a Z34. Yes. I think it's. I want to say 26. I don't know if I've ever seen a Z34 Lumina. Oh, buddy. A a buddy of mine's mom had one. Or the Eurosport Lumina. The Eurosport had that like NASCAR wing in the back. We're Googling that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. They were still, you know, this four door. Come on the show. We're Googling Lumina. Yeah. God. I. I'm just selling myself down the river as a redneck man. I'm from Missouri. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm from, I mean, Minnesota, Wisconsin. I'm damn near Canadian. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I took Dave to, to, we went to Road America for for a jump car race. Yeah. And Dave had never been acquainted with the very particular flavor of redneck that lives in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. With like, because every state has their, like, their potpourri of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I cut No, no, you're fine. The, like the skidoo jackets. Yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, uh-huh. just the, the, oh, man. The Southeast Wisconsin redneck yes. is like, it's such a particular flavor. They're like um, two Missouri rednecks combined into one person. Like they're that big. Run there's, through like a Canadian filter. Yeah. Right. There's, yeah. there's Canadian filter. <laughs> there's a great uh, Facebook page that I follow called I'm Not Drunk, I'm from Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, all right. It's fantastic. Okay. It's just all about all the Wisconsin things that happen with drinking. And um, yeah, I was at a bachelor party a couple years ago and it was during the Super Bowl. And 
we're, you know, we're in rural Wisconsin for this. You know, we're ice fishing, of course, because that's what you do at a bachelor party in Wisconsin. Yeah, if you yep. weren't ice fishing, yep. I'd be surprised. And, yeah. and we're watching the Super Bowl, and my buddies decide it's time to go to the next fine establishment. And sure. uh, I had just gotten a beer, and I so I start chugging it. And the lady's like, oh, hon, do you want that to-go cup? And I was like, <laughs> not legal, not legal, but, man, I love Wisconsin. <laughs> Which puts it in a styrofoam cup for me with a straw, and I'm in the car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love. Yeah. I just got back oh, from New so Orleans, perfect. so seeing people walk around with alcohol, yeah. like, just like a to-go cup, is a real thing out there. Yeah. Yeah. But that, not that like a, I'm getting enough? in my car. Here's right. your to-go container. Right. Yeah. Right. I was a rider for the record, but yeah. well, yeah. Yeah. Of still. course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Road America though is, and the lit- fact that she called you Han. I'm I know. sorry. Yeah. 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 I love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Road America. Yes. Road America is fantastic place. Uh, we have a, uh, yeah. um, I, we, I have an employee or not employee, a counterpart to me that, that handles Wisconsin. Uh, his name is Jeff and he races, uh, vintage racing a lot. He has a 510 Datsun that he races all the yes. time. Yes. Awesome. And he rocks. Like nice. he won his, his division last year. And nice. Yeah. He's a champ. Way to go, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love America's, a 510. I love a yes. 510. That's yeah. a, that's a, Tr- it's like a it's a hard track on cars it is because mm-hmm. it's just all those those straights are forever long and you're going really fast and it's bumpy in sections yeah it's a it's a tough track you and cooked a set of brake pads on the maserati in a day or a day and a half maybe? it's about a day and a half yeah. but we're you know we're in like you know endurance car mode so we're not like pushing 10 tenths all the right. time yeah but still yeah it's a rough track and that car weighs like Twenty like twenty yeah twenty four twenty three hundred pounds something oh, like wow. that so it's not that heavy and it it'll still cook through brakes <laughs> yeah man yeah it's crazy yeah so you crushed the the Land <laughs> yeah, Cruiser sorry. way down the road. no that's, that's what happened the show. yeah yeah uh, so you crushed the Land Cruiser <sighs> begrudgingly that speaks to every redneck tendency I'm the I'm the token pickup enthusiast on the oh, show I am as yeah. well yeah I. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have a lifted pickup truck currently as well. Okay, tell yeah. tell me about that. Oh, it's just an F one fifty, but I bought it because it was, I mean, used. Yeah. Again, I'm cheap. I don't buy anything right. new. Yeah, those were so, made in my home city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the twin turbo V six or what okay. they call the EcoBoost. I, sure. I try not to say that. I just say twin turbo. Twin turbo V6. sounds a lot cooler. Yeah, yeah heck yeah. Um, it's uh, it's related to the Le Mans engine. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I, I saw it and I was like, man, thirty fives and a six inch lift. That seems like a great idea. Whoa. Okay. It's too big. Yeah. And I bought <laughs> yeah. it and with the condition, I was like. I'm going to go home tonight, and if this doesn't go in my garage door height-wise, I'll uh-huh. be bringing it back tomorrow. Okay. And the guy was, the guy was, he's like, oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. And the, you know the little rubber seal? I had to adjust the door so the door went up further. Okay. Because it was hanging down below the, the fascia, and it goes in, but it just rubs on that rubber seal. No. Yeah, and I wanted to go up a tire size, but that is not happening. No, Because that it is will not. stay, it lives in my garage, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) I brought it home and my wife's like, that's interesting. (laughs) And I said, yep. And and I took the running boards off because they look stupid. And she's like, I can't get in here. I'm five foot four. She's like, you will be putting the running boards back on. And I was like, but it looks cool without them. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like how they have to build airplane fuselages like a certain size because they have to be transported on like trains. Yeah. Like you can only buy a certain size car now. And six inch lift is way too much. That's big, man. It's way too much. Yeah. It should have like yeah. a three or a four in it, and it yeah. would be great because it could still clear a, a meaty tire. And right, right. So before Haggerty, I used to camp a lot, and we'd remote sure. camp, and so that's what it was for. And yeah, 
now Haggerty is taking up all my summer weekends with car shows. So, sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Talking to people in uh Corvette themed Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Yep. With uh, socks and sandals and yes. uh, t shirts tucked into their jean shorts. Yes. yes. And I, I was looking at Corvettes as well because Corvettes, man, some of them are the best power oh. for the horsepower, for the money. It's insane. Yeah. One of my coworkers. She's parts. Yeah. Yeah. And man, I just can't. The same alternator that you use on your 78 Pontiac goes yeah. in like. Goes in a Silverado, goes in a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goes in a Z06. Yeah. <laughs> it's no different. Yeah. yeah, so that I was looking at those, but I just couldn't get over the 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 image. What well, image? Yeah. I said I couldn't get over the image hump, but I'm driving a Trans Am now, so I guess I could get over the. But hump. that looks intentional. That's different, like though. you could also is be, it though? It's a Camaro. Yeah. It's a late '70s Camaro with a bird on the hood. I and a lot of gold. It, it looks like it's. It, there's so much gold. The, the thing is, that, like, it, <laughs> you you don't drive that not being like self aware about. Oh yeah, it, right? right. So like, right. if you drove a C4 Corvette, right, right, like. People would be like, he probably is taking himself very seriously in that, right? But right, like, right. there's no you. It's impossible to take yourself seriously with a bird on yes. the hood. Yes, a yes. Very you're res- driving a cartoon. Yes, yeah. a very right. respectable mother at uh, daycare recently. I pulled up and um, she comes up to me and she goes, she stops me and she goes, "Sir, is that your your Trans Am?" And I said, "Yes, it is." She goes. That's badass. <laughs> and I was like, fist pump in the air. Yes, got yes. it. So you need to look up 78 Trans Am Dash. Okay. And just see the, the gold engine turn goodness. Dash. Oh. That's, I, love I think it's super cool. Oh, there's the silver ones. Uh, so the steering wheel is gold. Yeah. The dash oh, is like go- down Yeah, here. right. That's it right oh, there. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's fantastic. I love it. it. Then, then like, Spiker saw that, and they were like, we have some ideas for car right. interiors. <laughs> but that's just a snap-in panel on the dash. Okay. It's not actual engine turning, you know, like in a 20s Bugatti or anything mm-hmm. where the engine right. block's all engine turned. Yep. And, yeah. No, they no. thought that would class it up. No, Saab <laughs> did the same thing with wood. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit of double-sided tape and some gumption. There is, yeah, yeah there's gold all, all over that car. <laughs> good, good. There should be. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it was just, you know, I, I came home and told my wife, I was like, a woman at daycare just told <laughs> me that my car was badass. And she goes, I told you I liked it, and I was like, yeah, but this was a stranger. Right, right, right. <laughs> you already made the poor decision to marry me 12 it's years different. ago. Like, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. I bet the four-year-old's classmates love that car, oh, too, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it is a cartoon. It's it a cartoon. is. Yeah. yeah. It's noisy. Yeah. Very noisy. Yeah, right? Yep. Yeah, it's they great. they actually feel like they're in something riding. Yeah, that they don't... I had a, uh, I had a company car, uh, a 70... Um, Oldsmobile 442 convertible oh, that was a company whoa. car for the last three years. What? Okay. Yeah, and uh, convertible. So the little girls loved it because yeah. there's no top and yeah. that's fun. And they get in the back of this thing and there's no windows immediately yeah. where they're at and they're in little holes. So they're not they're not too thrilled. Sure. They think it sounds cool. Right. And they like when dad goes sideways, but right. they yeah they're like there's a top. I don't like it. Right. 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 <laughs> they call it the ice cream car. Okay. That was the old car too because. That's whenever you go whenever they go out, yeah, they get treats. And, there you go. Yeah. No, it, because it's an event when you drive a car like it that. Is. It is. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's why I have the Vigan. It's an event when I usually get to drive it. Yeah? Yeah. How many miles do you put on it a year? Uh, none yet. Mm. Yeah. Because it doesn't pass emissions. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got to get around that some, Or we got to make that happen I just somehow. found the leaking coolant hose today. Yeah. 
So oh. yeah, yeah. That's, <sighs> I know. Yeah, they're just never-ending projects. I know, but that's why they're great. I know. Second cars, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right. Or in my case, yeah. two of them, and then they're both broken <laughs> but, all the same time. But you work from home a lot. Yes. <laughs> it's your 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 golf issues are just oil pan woes, aren't they? And usually, actually, pans? honestly, usually, yeah. Do that's you know how many oil pans he's been I, through? No. It's been three in two years. Three in two years. Man. I mean, that's not too bad. His, ever, his car would tear the oil pan on this, and there's <laughs> no way it would get over See, there. See, it doesn't, and walking, look, walking by it, looking in, you know, coming in, it, I, it's low, but I wouldn't guess it's that low. It's, it's that low. It's, it's not, it's, it's really only over, under stock, like it's maybe an inch or two. Really? It's not that, it wasn't that dramatic a difference, really. But uh, Volkswagen really like sunk it down in there, and the uh, oil pans are made out of um, old. Uh, Is it cast aluminum? It's paper mache. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah it's it's they're thin aluminum, and even the TDIs are known for like oh, really? yeah. having oh, yeah. very in that generation having very low oil pans that that yeah. break. And as an automotive enthusiast, I'm sure you're conscious of what you're driving over most of the time and to think that you've gone through that many Following years. him on the streets of Denver yeah. is insane. It looks like you're following like a messed up mouse <laughs> that's like darting yeah. around like he sees a shadow and right. runs the other As way. he should. He's he's got PTSD yeah. now, I, man. So yeah. you're a cyclist. I equate it to riding a like not just a fixed gear bike, right. but like a proper velodrome track bike mm-hmm. on urban streets, yeah. right? Because like on a track, it's perfect. Right. Right? But you take it out of that, and for the love of God, <laughs> you have a lot of management to do yes. yeah. just to get to point A from point A to B. A couple of them have been like on roads that I know. Mm-hmm. Two of the three have been on roads that I know and like known it, safe routes. And like they've gotten worse. Oh. Like one of them was a construction thing where like they had scraped the road but like left the um the the manhole covers were mm-hmm. were raised up from the road surface. Oh. And it was at night. Oh. And so like I'm behind someone and then all of a sudden there's a manhole and then I'm airborne. You know, like literally, it put it, it threw the car up in the air. Have you ever hit the crank? Like, has it ever? No, man. That's no. what the oil pan's for. That the oil yeah, pan. That's, that's the crumple zone for the crank. I have shaft. a stainless steel skid plate on too. Okay, that was my next question. Yeah, if I haven't done anything to try and mitigate this. I have this. the 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 beefiest skid plate on the market, and it's yeah. still like that one. Like he was like, oh yeah, the oil pan shattered. I left a trail. I was literally, I was luckily only like a mile from my house oh. uphill, so I like coasted home. And uh, it left a trail of oil. Uh, they know. had to pave the street to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> they did. I'm they not kidding. They repaved the street right after I did it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God. It, it yeah. was a mile-long trail of oil that led straight to my house. You could find Ian <laughs> in Denver by following the oil. <laughs> it, was, it was like the yellow brick road, but it was just Ian's shame path. Yeah, oh. yeah, it just leads to disappointment. Yeah. Anyway, I want to change yes, I'm sorry. the subject. Yes. Okay, so I, I I have another FMK cars, okay. but it's kind of uh, based on the idea that I'm I'm guessing that people now that you have this job probably ask you for advice on like what car to buy next, like what's yeah. gonna what's yeah. gonna be valued, right? So this one is called "Do as I say, not as I do." So in this one, you get two cars. You get a new classic, 
that okay. you get to drive that's yours and a corresponding car that you recommend to everyone who asks you that question and that one is less classic mm. all right so you'll, you'll you'll see where we're going with this okay. I, i'm yeah. very interested to hear this okay so the first one that you get to drive is a 2019 ford mustang shelby gt 350 r mm. Ooh. okay yeah that's definitely gonna be a, one a, they're fun oh really yeah i have not High Plains. Shelby GT. Oh, you drove one at, at High Plains? Yeah, I had a client telling me to drive it and yelling at me to go faster. And when I take a client's car out, I never right. push it because I yeah. don't want to be that guy. Right. right. But he's screaming at me in the passenger seat telling me to, yeah. Yeah. Many, you, you, many yeah. expletives, go faster, you, blank, blank. Yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah. You roll it and then he's like sitting there in the car like, I wonder if my insurance is going to pay <laughs> <Right>. for this. <laughs> um, sir? Yeah. So you said the... GT350, right? R. The 350R. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. However, okay. The catch is is that you recommend as a new class as a as a sound investment mm-hmm. to everyone uh that you meet the Mustang 2. Ooh. Yep. Right. Well, Your image is going to get tainted. So not came so, with a three hundred two. Some you, of them. You get and the like seventy four horsepower. Seventies <laughs> <laughs> cars, man. You yeah, get right. the you get the idea here. You got to kind of balance like your own personal enjoyment with your reputation. Mm. Right. Okay. So how am I going to sell this, huh? Yeah. To someone. All right. Yep. So the next one, the car you get to drive is a twenty eleven Saab nine five. Ooh. One of my favorites. I'm is that the when was the last? What was, was the, the last, last one? Oh last one. yeah, that's a gorgeous car. Isn't it's it beautiful? Yes. Right, especially like the arrow in any other color but black, because then you 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 lose that floating roof with black. Yeah, oh. I actually really yeah. like that that like silver. This is the best th- because it has the arrow bumper. Oh yeah. Yeah, right there. Yeah, instead when of when you like see the one of those on the road, it's like stop everything. I want to look at it because they're yeah. how many have actually actually made them. Made it out. So before I got my Infinity M45, I was I was shopping for these. Uh-huh. Okay, so I wanted a four cylinder turbo because I didn't want all wheel drive Haldex. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I didn't want the V6 turbo because it's just a lot. Right, I'm good enough with the 2.3, yep. and it's not turbo. a very good engine. Right. <laughs> uh, Ask it, me how I know. <laughs> I didn't want to replace coil packs like I changed socks. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Um. <clears throat> so I was looking for anything except a black one. Right. Right. Uh, there were 11 that were brought to America. What? It, oh, with a manual transmission. Oh, yeah. Of with course. A manual. Uh, 11. 11. 11. That was why I couldn't find one on Auto Trader. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ex- yeah one of the exactly. Right. Oh. So Haggerty. <laughs> I have Isn't this crazy? sob. Yeah. So, so I a, a friend of mine recommended the M forty five, and I was like, "Oh shit, why haven't I looked at this?" Yeah, like, yeah, you give me three hundred thirty five horsepower V eight, sure, and Japanese luxury, which I love, right, right, and reliability, hopefully. Oh, so so much reliability that when it threw the idler bearing, uh-huh. that I because I neglected to change it. Uh, it, it's not in the timing cover. There's a special bracket that holds it out from the timing oh. cover, so that when it shears off. It just breaks on that bracket, and it doesn't damage anything else. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And you should see the skid plate in front of the oil pan. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. It, it's like a... It's, yeah. yeah. I'm still in your camp, even R32, man. Those are sweet. The, I love his R32. Oh, yeah. I love it. I would add an inch of ride height to it. Mm. Yeah. But I love it. But then you're yeah. going to lose the look. Yeah. 
Mm, yeah, <laughs> but still, I want to drive it and survive. No, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so this is what you get to drive. We're giving you, we're giving you this guy. And yeah. then you kind of get the idea where you're going to get something that's sort of related to it. Yep. They, the car you're going to recommend to people as a as a great investment is a Cadillac Catera. Mm. Oh, yeah. Right? Were those, those rear are. drivers? Or, no, they were front drivers. They were front drive. Okay. Yeah. C-A-T-T-E-R-A? It's just one, just one T, T, right? One yeah. R. Oh, yeah. Google. You're yeah. awesome. And it's yep. mean, not a good-looking car. No, it's not. What was it based on? It had to be off of some other... <clears throat> it was another... I think it was like a... Uh, uh, another like Opal sharing thing, oh, yeah. Okay. Which Opal is why Omega, yeah. Which Vauxhall is why I thought Omega. it was, um, you know, kind of, uh, kind of related to the Saab nine five because the the, the the that platform lived on in some in some uh, later GM things. Don't you love it when the Wikipedia picture for the car has something wrong with it, like <laughs> yeah. this, like bumper damage, right? Yeah, the bumper gap is off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, that ha- has had a little bit of an impact there, Yeah. right? Yeah, somebody grocery carted that thing. Yeah, when no one cares enough to upload a good picture to Wikipedia. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. it's an unloved car. So you get a 9.5 <clears throat> yeah. and the ca- and you recommend a Cadillac Catera. It's Correct. a hard sale. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The last one okay. is you get a Honda S2000. Ooh. Yeah. And then you have to recommend. Oh, what's this? And it, I can't believe this has gone full circle because I did write this before we started this. A Chevy Cavalier convertible. Ah, uh, Chevy Cavalier convertible. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that'd be another Roadster. Uh, <laughs> Sporty <laughs> Roadster, just like the Honda S2000. They're pretty much the same car. Wow. I know. Wildly offensive. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Offensive. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I'll take a Z24. Yeah, I you get that. You can have that, that one. You can have you the get, Z24, but, but you don't get wheels. it. You're recommending. No, I don't recommend. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that this is going to be a good investment. Yeah, mm. that's a European one too. Because look, that's a look at the plates. Oh yeah, the plate behind it. Oh wow, bad decisions <laughs> happened overseas <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah. Who, who imported that? Yeah, that 100. percent has a uh, David Hasselhoff tape in the tape. Deck. Absolutely. <laughs> Zero questions. Yeah. Yeah. And has and goes to the McDonald's drive through every time it's driven. Yes. Man. So FMK on these three groups, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So you get the 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 Shelby GT three fifty R and the Mustang two, the nine five and the Katera, or the S two thousand and the and the Cavalier convertible. I feel like my decisions on this are going to weigh heavily on what I'm recommending. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because. What? Could, yeah. What could you? And and so like the F would be you only have to recommend it for a day. Oh. Right. So so you got to do like a weekend car show with it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The people that approach you, like for books, you know, where's my book, right. man? Whoa. You're yeah. getting a Katera all day long. <laughs> well, and the, I my my thinking with the Katera was too. Like that's it's new enough that like someone could think like you know maybe though right yeah right. it's not outlandish that's true right, right? it's like uncanny it's value of of collectibles right see right. and the funny thing is the thing that I've learned in this job is there's someone that collects everything everything mm-hmm. everything though yeah somebody has to collect the most boring mundane. 1992 mm-hmm. Ford Probe enthusiast. Yep. Right. Uh, there's a a gentleman down uh, in the in uh, Elizabeth Parker area 
that has a um a big collection of cars it's called the Rambler Ranch. Oh yeah, I know you, about the Rambler been there? Ranch. No, I haven't. Okay, yeah. So he the Nash Rambler Ranch, right? Yeah. So he likes yeah. to uh, collect orphan cars, and uh, he his three marks are Nash Rambler and AMC are the three main marks that he collects. Yeah, he has over seventy AMC Eagles, those wagons. We yes. love those cars. Yeah. My grandfather, my grandparents had one. Yeah, and I. I used to. It was brown on brown on brown, as it should be. And then there was another. The did it have the wood? Intended? The wood tape on it the side? It no. didn't. No, oh. it was just deep poop brown, right? Uh-huh. With poop brown interior, and that thing was. It, my grandfather was a a nutcase behind the wheel. Like he he grew yeah. up like racing motorcycles and stuff, um, and that thing was just indestructible. It was amazing. It's just amazing that he's amassed yeah. seventy of them. Yeah. This is one of our Instagram friends. I am Castillo. He's got a lifted AMC Eagle. <laughs> That's awesome. That you may have seen around Denver. I saw it at O'Reilly's last week. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Her name is Jolene. Oh. Yeah. Where do you guys stand on naming a vehicle? I've only named one. My okay. previous Saab, 1997, uh, five-door, uh, 900 turbo. I had it. Like 285 horsepower, stage oh, three. Whoa. It was buckle up. Stock, it was terrifying. <laughs> stock suspension. And brakes, I assume. Yeah. Of course. Terrifying. Yeah. It was ridiculous. But I called that car Dusty Rusty. That was just that was just it. All right. Only one I've ever named. Okay. I think if you if you have to think about the name for the car, yeah. then it's not a lot. Right. And and I, I, I hate like the like she, you know, like oh, yeah, she's yeah. a salty, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They just make it weird. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. That's, right. that's yeah. every Saturday. But like <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, you run into <laughs> yeah. a lot of that. Right. Yeah. But like yeah. if 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 the car has such a strong personality that like it's immediately apparent what the car's name is, right? Then yes, you go with that. Yeah, I agree. You? I've never named a car. Okay. Yeah. It just, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. They just, it, they always you refer to them somehow, but it's usually by the model or something, right? Yeah. Or the truck or right. right. Yeah. The girls called the the convertible the four four two. Okay. Yeah. Or I called it the four three two because the four four two is supposed to be. Uh, four barrel. Oh, I was gonna see if I could name it. Yeah. Yeah. Four barrel. Four bucket seats. Nope. No. Uh, well, it was four four hundred or four fifty five four barrel and dual exhaust. Oh, okay. Or four speed. Sometimes there's varying opinions. Yeah, yeah. But they actually made, if you look it up, they made way more three speed automatic four four twos than they did four speeds. Okay. And okay. so we called it the four three two because it was an automatic. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It was yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Back to this. I'm sorry. That's I'm, a, no. I'm yeah. I'm, recommend man life i don't would you call me calling my infinity the old man sedan a name like that's just what i call it yeah the no, old man sedan. that's not a name that speaks more to me than yeah. it does anything I don't else i think it's an old man sedan it, it is it gets a lot worse though than that it can get a lot worse oh, than yeah. that yeah. yeah i could have an m35 that would be a definite old man mm. sedan anyway okay yeah, i digress so i think boy every day it would be man. I would get in a lot of trouble if I had that Mustang. <laughs> That's what I my thought was. Like I think the you recommending the Mustang to to your current customers as they are today, like to your you would Saturday hard and feather. There's right. a hardcore faction of people that collect Mustang twos, though. I was gonna say from a looks perspective, I'm a hundred percent behind it. Well, really? if you get it with yes, the, if you get it with the 302, it's it's you know it's 
good. If you get the four cylinder one, that's that's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. My mom had the four cylinder one. Yeah. Well, it was an economy car and it was the seven. Yeah, let's see that. Colbert two? Yeah. Slot mags? Man. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah, all day. <laughs> he he disagrees heavily. Yeah, that's perfectly <laughs> fine. Yeah. Have a, yeah. Welcome to the show. That's right. from Haggerty. Yeah. yeah. Well, you from know. Haggerty, yeah. yeah. There was there's an upcoming road tour I'm doing in in May and I needed a car. Okay. And this is before the TA purchase, and there's been a lingering Mustang to clone on Facebook Marketplace for a reasonable amount of money, and I figured I would just buy it, drive it, and kick it down the road. Then but turn it around. It's still on Facebook Marketplace for a reason, I think. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Sorry. So that's yeah, yeah another window into my terrible car taste. I think for the day, <sighs> man, this is tough. I think it was. It's going to have to be the Mustang. Okay. For, for the day. Okay. For the right. Yeah, you just have one rough Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. with the the Jimmy cor- Buffett the, enthusiast. And it'll be it'll be a it'll be an all Chevy show or something like that. Yeah, too. yeah. yep, yep. Right, it'll be all Camaro guys that will oh, tar man. and feather me. And they'll be so mad. And you gotta be like, Mustang. I'm telling you, man, don't sleep right. on the Mustang yeah. too. Right. right. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to drive that government motors Camaro you're driving. No, <laughs> no, I'll shoot me. Yeah. Uh, and then I think, you know, the 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 Mary would have to be the sub because that. I really? want that nine five, man. I, yeah. Welcome to the club. Yeah. I I know I'm going to own one at one point. It's going to disappoint me. It's going to not be great. Stuff's gonna fall off the oh, interior that... and exterior, but I love the way it looks. But that means I gotta recommend oh boy. A kit- the Katera. I'm gonna have to look for a new job. <laughs> and you and you're you're gonna be like, and look, if you can find one with a front quarter panel <laughs> where you see extra bumper. If you wanna yeah. look really awesome at car shows, you should get the Opal grill for it. Yeah, there you right, go. Right, yeah. Then it, people think you imported it. Yep. Yep, Real classy. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sad that I have to crush the S2000 because those are fantastic yeah. cars. So I've never fun. driven one. Oh, my God. I love them yeah. so oh. much. They're so much yeah, fun. Yeah, 50-50 weight distribution. As long as you get used to the revving the crap out of it. Right, and right. VTEC! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my friend uh, uh, wrapped one around or put one in a ditch because of VTEC. And, okay. Yeah. May have been some cocktails involved, but yeah. that. Uh, I, have a, I have a really good S2000 crash story that I'll tell after we're done okay. here. That involves insurance, actually. Oh. And we'll- <laughs> Hopefully not fraud. <laughs> but yeah, that man, yeah. man. I, I for as much as I wanted a, a a Cavalier, there was a Cavalier Z24 at Bob's Auto Ranch when I was a junior in high school. Okay, black. Right. I mean, black yeah, top. Yeah. This is before I f- fell in love with German cars. Okay, silver on the bottom. It was not a convertible. I'm not a convertible guy. And uh, my neighbor down the street. I told him about it. I was like, I'm going to go look at that car. And okay. he went and bought it. No way. This is my buddy. Son of a... Yep. And I was like, you son of a... And then you lit it on fire, and that's why you had no, to... No, and then he had it, and then I found my Passat and Jettas and things later on, and I was like, man, I dodged a bullet. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, it looked good, but you know, then he wedged it in the snowbank, and the ground effects were off on yeah. one side, and it looked like trash. And yep. did you Do you now look back at that as like... Because you know, we all have these like kind of like mundane things in our life yeah. and yeah. you think like that was a that was a, a fork in the road yeah. yeah, and I would still be in Wisconsin if I had <laughs> right I would have been you know if I would have bought a Cavalier as my first car yeah. what, what, what would my life be like you'd right? be asking someone if they want a to-go container I'd for probably, their beer I probably yeah. would have just bought a Porsche instead of a Trans Am <laughs> 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 would have gone the other way yeah it would have been flipped oh 
going we, down a weird road. You would be a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> we we talked to a guy named Ted Parks. Uh-huh. He started a company called Varsity Roadsters. Okay. And like he made his own fiberglass roadster, mm-hmm. right? He made two of them. But it all happened. Everything fell into place because he had a first-gen Corvette and happened to wreck it and saw the fiberglass construction and mm-hmm. how easy it was to make. Yeah. And that just got his... He fixed it himself. He fixed yeah. it himself, and then he j- eventually made his own complete fiberglass car. Man. And it was all because his first-gen Corvette got yep. wrecked. Like some lady hit it in Los Angeles or something. Yeah, the only reason like, the Corvette was was um, fiberglass is because they brought the, the prototype to the auto show, and it was such a, such a success that they thought, well, we need to get this to market... We're just going to leave it as fiberglass instead of doing it out of metal like they thought. Okay. And, yeah, now they're still... I mean, there's still some fiberglass in them, but right. they're more carbon fiber and other things, but yeah. 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 Serendipity, man. Crazy. You didn't get that Z24. No. And I, now you're sitting in a goddamn blanket for it. I know. <laughs> I like the lights. The Weird. mood lighting is... Costco, $35. It's, it's dreamy. I like it. I'm glad that it's a blanket for it. I thought that was just a... No, no, we we really are that that dumb. No, no I that's like awesome. it. That's a lot of blankets too, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Well, you know, that's what I thought when I, when this first started. That was like, who has this many blankets? Yeah, that's that was that they don't need for warmth. Well, you know, you've got one mar. I've got one marriage behind me. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. your crew stuff. You I'm know? still working on my first. I haven't screwed that up somehow. Yeah. I'm thankfully on the second. Yeah, yeah, she's great. I think she's yeah. <laughs> she's great. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Oh wow. Oh, I, I think maybe we did a car show. I, I oh yeah. I I mean we could talk to you for another three hours. I but, know. Yeah. 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 It is. It is a school night, as they say. It is. Yeah. Like, and, and I go full blo- full bore Crip Keeper. That, like, that's this is what happens is that I've looked over and I've noticed that Crip uh-huh. Keeper has happened. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, I'm like, okay, we got to wrap it up because yeah. I, I bonked. <laughs> I need some taffy. Yeah, yeah, we need like a break glass. Get taffy for Dave. <laughs> yeah, I like that you have candy. You're a candy enthusiast. Yeah, man. Yeah, I had two atomic fireballs today. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Just, for our fiftieth, uh, our fiftieth episode, we did a road trip mm-hmm. uh, around Colorado. We did like a Guanella Pass, Pass. Yes. in Dusty Rusty. Yeah, yeah. Was that when it was paved or gravel? Uh-huh, paved. Okay, yeah. it was, yeah. and it had just been repaved. It was, yeah. it was gorgeous, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I, I engineered a stop in at the. There's a candy store in Georgetown. Yeah, uh, like a candy and, museum. And yeah. Dave was so <laughs> like a kid in the candy store. Right. <laughs> Giant, giant child in a candy store. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. That's well, we outstanding. Do. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate the time. Oh, and we're thank so you for glad. coming on. Yeah, I'm happy can... to be on here. If you ever want me on again, Absolutely. I'll happily come back. And, yeah, yeah, because um, there was stuff we wanted to talk about. We want to talk about the kind of like the Radwood effect. Oh, and all of that, like I, the the Japanese cars that are kind of coming up in value now, and all yeah. that. I had planned on talking about all that. We didn't even get to it. We don't need to shut it down. We can keep going. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, do you have a hard stop? Do you need No. Okay. All right. No. Let's talk about the Radwood effect. Okay. Man. How Radwood many nineteen ninety four ninety two Ford probe turbos have people tried to <laughs> We'll do that all day long. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Dude, did you know those had different there was a girl in college that had one downstairs from me. Okay. The turbo and they had three suspension settings in them. What? There was a soft, 
a normal and a sport mode. You're kidding. And no joke, you would push the button and it would change and it was noticeable. The Pro no GT way. was like a kind of a legit cool car. It, this was the I, turbo, the late 80s one. Right. Yeah. But yeah, no, it had That's suspension amazing. settings. And I don't know what it consisted of, but yeah. Yeah, amazing. Wow. And I was just in awe because it was turbo. Anything right. with a turbo was yeah. fun and you want to hear that whistle. Oh, they were great. Yeah. yeah. Anybody anybody with a Ford Probe like that owned one at some point loved it. Yeah. My grandparents uh, yeah. had two of those. Yeah. Same, yeah. same grandparents with the Eagle, yeah. And wow. I, I think at one point they had both of them at the same time. They Swinging had, wildly between genres of cars. Yeah, they right? had the Eagle right? wow. and the and the Ford Probe and I think they both got hit uh, they both they hit deer with both of them. Yeah. Oof. Uh, in southeast Wisconsin, it's it's uh, what you do. Yeah, I, it, I anytime I see a BMW 8 Series, I think Ford Probe Turbo. <laughs> I know You're, that should yeah. be the BMW owners would love to. Hear You're that. not wrong about that, right? Yeah. Right? You're absolutely right yeah. about that. Nope. Tell me I'm wrong. Don't let's, a, let's don't pull at up me. Let's pull up the <laughs> let's pull up the Rock Auto BMW 8 series <laughs> versus Ford. Oh. <laughs> 1990. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It'd, yeah. Be, it'd be pretty But you were saying before we started recording that 25 years ago was 1994. Yep. I mean, obviously I feel old as shit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 41. I'm 38 about to turn 39. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I my one of my friends in uh, the Pacific Northwest is is uh, asked me to come out for a Radwood event. And I've never been to one, so it, it looks amazing. It does look amazing. Yeah. yeah so I think I'm going to try and hit that. I think it's in July at yeah. the World of Speed Museum. I think we need to get a Radwood Denver. We I have emailed Haggerty locally. Here has emailed. Um, we've not gotten a response. Um, my buddy, they can't see it through the vape smoke. It's fine. Right. Right. I think it's all going to be new Subarus and yeah. Um, no, but, uh, we, I think we're a sponsor of it on a national level. So, um, but I don't know what that means about assigning new areas and stuff. Yeah. I mean, this would be a great place. Lots of eighties and nineties stuff is obviously still alive and people are rocking it and having it, have it squirreled away. Yeah, yeah. I think probably have one of the larger sob turns turnouts. Yeah, in the absolutely. in the nation because it's like a, a rare combination of like yeah. snowy places that don't you that don't have a lot of rust. You, if you know? my yeah. Instagram that you had up earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. If you still have it up. Um, there was a there was a sob. Um, yeah, at the last cars and coffee that was awesome. Uh, scroll down. Yeah, Let's, right there. Totally. Oh, look at that. Nice. Yeah, classic nine hundred. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, totally. (laughs) The license plate. That was my favorite car at at, uh, Lafayette Cars and Coffee. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we need to go to Cars and Coffee. So clean. Yeah, have you guys ever been to that one? Uh, Haven't been to Lafayette, have you? I have. I've been to that one, yeah. And Um, once the weather gets great, it's... um, I mean, it's it's a great turnout all the time. I mean, they... uh, But I mean... Our buddy Chris commented on that. Yep, yep. Um... Yeah, in the in the summer months when the weather's fantastic, I mean they'll turn eight hundred to a thousand cars. Whoa! Yeah. Okay. It's by far the best quality, and obviously quantity as well. I mean, yeah. you have your your modern Subaru faction that sure. people get uptight about, but there's always a supercar section where, you know, a couple of Countach's and and Diablos, mm, and then nice. all the modern, um, you know, there's always like ten McLarens and stuff like that. And, okay. But it's a great mix. I mean, there's a Oh, that's not it. There, I was gonna say there's a deuce and a half military truck that always shows up. That's not it in the back. Oh, okay. yeah, it was there when I when, yeah, when I was there too. Yeah. The kids love it, and the guy lets kids crawl all over oh, it and stuff. Man. So that's awesome. But yeah, there's been that's some, what it's all for, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and 
but no, the Radwood effect, I mean, that's got to be the hottest thing in yeah. in car events right now, in my opinion. Right. Um, I hope we capitalize on it. I hope yeah. we do more branding with it, but I'd love to have one here. Um, yeah, the, the gentleman that originally started the Lafayette Cars and Coffee um, over 10 years ago when it was just a Porsche-only thing, um, he keeps petitioning. He's like, hey, look, I ran Cars and Coffee for this long. I know we can pull the... But he hasn't gotten any response either. Oh, him, so. man. Yeah. Huh. But I think it would be awesome. We talked about having one at our office in Golden, a Radwood type event. Um, but so far, we haven't pinned a date down or anything. But that's something I think I need to bring up again because I think it would be awesome and well attended. If you want someone to bring a rusty, I was just going to say the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, nineteen ninety nine. No judge, no judgment. Yeah, yeah. You're still yeah. in if you're in. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like eighty. It's a. It's eighty to ninety nine, right? I think so. Yeah. Thing? Yep. Yep. But yeah, yeah, the car. I mean, that's the stuff that we grew up with. Oh, you know? I love so, the aesthetic. I love like I love the idea of what we thought the future was oh, at that time. Right. Right. Well, I and so I think a lot of people are having this conversation of like what from when we were in high school and mm-hmm. we were in middle school and stuff that we were like, oh, that's the coolest thing. And now that's going to shoot up in value because we all now have right. disposable right. income. Right. I want to know the the flip side of that. What from like my parents' generation, because they were, you know, the the classic car bubble, the mm-hmm. muscle car bubble. Like, what from that generation is just going to collapse, right? Like, because that's coming at some point where the people who can afford those cars are going to age out of of caring. Eighties and early nineties cars is our fastest growing segment at Haggerty for for quote inquiries. Okay. Um, and then also we just learned um, last year um, Gen X and Millennials um, inquired about quotes more so than our than our target market group has in the past. Yeah. So the Whoa. the theory that people say that Millennials aren't right. interested in cars yeah. is, is BS. Is BS. Yeah. 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 So um, it's interesting, and the '80s stuff seems to be going nuts in value. Yeah. Um, a lot of our what to buy articles, um, I think. The issue before the magazine I just oh, gave yeah. you, the January one, um, talks about, I think it's our top 10 list of cars to buy, and it's mostly 80s and 90s stuff that we're saying is going to make money. There's a couple new things in there. Um, the Viper uh, Dodge pickup truck, that SRT10, that oh, came with the yeah. Viper motor. I saw one of those yeah. a little bit ago. We yeah. put that on our list of cars to buy that are going to yeah. go up in value. Um, from the 90s, the uh, Buick Roadmaster wagon, those monsters with the Corvette yes. motor in them. Yes. Those are on the list. Yeah. I remember motor, uh, Popular Mechanics had one. Yeah. And they did like the whole, like the whole Corvette mod to it. Mm-hmm. And just like, it had videos of them like pulling trailers, like crazy huge trailers up mountains. Yeah. Not videos. It was a magazine. Pictures. <laughs> just like, yeah. They had like the wiring harness all laid out. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. yeah. And they're oh, just the roadmaster. land yachts with stick on wood on oh, the side. Oh, man. Yeah. I just saw one at a show recently and I looked, actually, it was Cars and Coffee. And I walked up to it and I was like, man, that's really detailed wood laminate. And the guy's like, no, that's all airbrushed. I took all that off and had it airbrushed. No yeah. way. Whoa. Yeah. I'm like, do you airbrush, sir? And he goes, nope, I paid for it. And I was like, respect. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You're heavily invested in this, sir. Yeah. Yeah. But it was great. I mean, it had the back seat. In uh-huh. it and everything, and it yeah, had the sweet. um, it had the Vista uh, roof, the, the oh, glass roof no in the front. Way. Yeah, that like was an that option. Little, oh, that was an option in the Roadmasters. You could get the little Vista dome roof <sighs> in it and stuff. That's so cool. Oh, they're sweet. Yeah. I'm a wagon guy too. I love anything yeah. in a. I mean, yeah, yeah, us too. Hatchbacks and wagons, man. Yeah, love it, love it. Oh, yeah. I still have not owned 
a legitimate first or second gen GTI, and I I'm mad at myself for not owning one yet. Yeah, I've not, I don't think I've ever driven a Mark One oh. of any sort. I've never driven a Mark One. I don't think I have. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, look at the fist of bubble on the mm-hmm. top. Oh yeah, that's this is so cool. cool. Yeah, look at that. Right, the fourth picture over. Look at yeah, that. look at that. Fantastic. That wood. It's so huge. Though. They're so huge. Yeah, they're enormous. Yeah, the last dinosaur. The there's a there's like, and it's so funny too. Like some of those cars that are like coming up in value now. Like there's obviously still people who are like. Driving them on accident, sort yeah. Of right. thing. Oh like they yeah, got it. They inherited it. Yeah. yeah. There's a guy. There's a guy down the street for me that has like a kind of a kind of ratty Jeep Wagoneer, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh man, you have no idea. No. That they're worth like serious money. I can't now, remember right? the the um, restoration facility in Texas, but they're selling Wagoneers that they refurbish. Yeah. For in the fifty, sixty thousand dollar range. That's insane. And those things are, they're. They're terrible. terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, they look wonderful. Oh, yeah. But they're terrible cars. They're yeah. super cool. They're in eight, yeah. every 80s movie. Right. You know, right. there's a family vacation, they're in yeah. one of those. Yeah. yeah. I just rewatched What About Bob and they, yes. they have one. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll have uh, to watch that again. Yeah. There's, uh, I have a client that has one that is putting a modern Hemi in it. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be terrible, but it's, oh, yeah. it sounds awesome. Yeah. Right. Sounds like a great idea. Yeah, our, our mutual friend Chris was working on the exhaust for. Oh, trying to I make, was I was wondering if this okay. was the yep. same mutual yep. owner. Yep. yep. Uh huh. Yep. That's been in the works for a while. Get to work, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one that we had talked about uh, when we saw each other before was the the C4 uh, ZR1 yes. Corvette. Yeah. Um, which I, when I was a I had that on my wall when I was a kid. I've driven one. Oh, really? really? Yeah, yeah. That's the one with the little red stripe. The is that the fortieth anniversary? Um, the C4? the Grand Sport, I think, is the one with the red stripe. Okay, on it. I've yeah. driven a Grand Sport C4. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the ZR1 was like that was a legit car back in the day. Okay. Um, yeah, who made who did the engine work? Was it was it Lotus or something that they worked? It wasn't. Who I can't remember. I know that there was. I remember I had a magazine where there was a Hennessy one, but that that wasn't it because that was like the early days of Hennessy too. Was mm-hmm. that era? Uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't remember. It's a Haggerty article. Yeah. The second one is that the. Yeah. Corvette values. Yep, that's it. Yep. Hmm. Some, yeah, I don't know who. Somebody were. did the motor work with that. The other one from that era too, C4 era, is the Callaway. Right, oh, the yeah. twin turbo. Yeah, those That's things were thinking. monsters. That's yeah. what I was thinking. That was what you think. Okay, yeah. uh, there was a guy selling one last year in Denver. It was a convertible. Okay, um, a and I went. Yeah, I went and looked at it and drove it, and it was insane. Um, and he had put this real sketchy roll bar in it that mm. he had like actually like hole sawed through the um, no. interior panels to like make it fit. Yeah, it was bad, but it was fun car to drive. I'm he, sure. Yeah, Lotus. Yeah, yep. GM's Lotus. Yep. Yeah. Oh, right. Four valve engine. Wow. Yeah. So that engine is apparently amazing. Okay. I don't. I wish I could tell you more about it, but huh. I don't want to. But I bet the rest there. of that car is not that great to drive. No. Well, the it's interior. Kind of I mean, the 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 dash is so space agey in those. Right. Um. You know, it's got like the the I don't know what you want to call it. The little bars that go up. Oh yeah, go, like yeah. the the LED yeah. like or yeah. It's like kit from Night Night Rider, but uh-huh. another ten years yeah. right beyond. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah, those cars are man. Those are still a bargain. I mean, not necessarily the ZR1, but C4s. I mean, you can buy a good shape CR4. I mean, they're not high performance by modern right. standards, but 
That's right. the other thing. Modern modern cars. I mean, yeah. The the Demon 840 horse in a in a stock car and I mean the new um they haven't posted the I don't think the horsepower numbers for the new GT500 but they're saying over 700 horse and the new vets, the Z, yeah, the ZR1 vet is 775. Yeah. I mean, it's it's insane. Yeah. People say the it's muscle car era. Much. We're in it now. We're right. in the muscle car era now. Right. It is. Yeah. It is too much. Like, we, oh, it is. We've talked about this before because we drove the we drove the Hellcat wide body. Yep. And oh. we drove, but we also drove like C63 and like some 500 horsepower mm-hmm. cars. Like, yeah, and the, the BMW M5 and the M. Oh. Jesus Christ, the, the brand new yeah. one. But the M5 has I haven't driven that yet. A hundred horsepower less than the than the Hellcat. Uh-huh. Yeah. It is way faster on the street. Way oh, faster. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We we were doing the speed some limit. Speed. Right. Some which speed. was in Mexico. Rhymes with Schmevendy. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Right. On a really ratty road. And like I covered the speedometer and asked everyone in the car what we were doing. Yeah. And no one came within twenty miles of what we were doing. Oh. It, the car, it, uh, the M5 is otherworldly. Yeah. I drove um, the Alpha Quadrifolio. I got to drive it to and from Aspen in a weekend. Really? Did oh. you, Eric? You got to drive oh it? Oh, God. Dude, why'd you bring this one up? Huh. So what happened? We were at a press event. N- nope. And- nope. I get to tell uh, it because <laughs> I didn't get to drive it. Uh-oh. We were at a, a Rocky Mountain Automotive press event out at High Plains Raceway where we got to do a cool thing. We got to do a track part of yeah. the day and an off-road part of the day. So we got to drive like a Ram power wagon, uh-huh. like in four low, like Where hammer down. Out there? Yeah. There, Not, there was an was off-road a, park. Yeah, yeah off-road nearby. park maybe like- Oh, yeah. I've heard of that place. Yeah, I've never yeah, been there. Yeah. Though. Okay. But one of the cars we got to drive on the track was uh, Alfa Romeo Quadrifiglio, right? Yeah. Julia Quadrifiglio, right? Ian takes a turn, right? Driving it. I'm in the back seat. We've got the gentleman from Alpha in the front, right? I'm getting tossed around in the yeah. back seat. He's hitting the paddle shifters. It's got the carbon ceramic brakes. Oh, yeah. He's just hammering them. It breaks so hard. It hurts your body, yep. right? Uh, we go to pit it in. It's out of gas. And I don't get to drive it. Because then it was lunchtime. Ian, oh. what's the best car you've ever driven in your life? <laughs> it's that one. I love that? that. I love that car so much. Isn't that ridiculous? It's I didn't get so... to drive it because this floppy-haired bastard over here <laughs> ran it out of gas and but, i still haven't driven one but i we drove it i drove it back to back with the c63 yeah you keep saying we to amg to, cons- to console you though i just recently learned that the serpentine belt not the timing belt because it has a timing chain apparently okay the serpentine belt is is a thirty six thousand mile wear item that you have to change <laughs> and it is engine out yes no yes for the serpentine belt yes i was just told this by the uh, the Alpha guy over in Erie. No. Yep. Wow. It's a Ferrari. It's a Ferrari. Alpha, motor you with crazy the, for this one? With, yeah, yeah with, you with, crazy for this? <laughs> Alpha, you do Alpha. There's like ten different fonts on the inside of that car because nobody thought about making it all look the same. Yeah. We, yeah so we got to drive the. We did. We both drove the 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 two liter all wheel drive model. I've not driven that. How That's amazing. It's really great. It's great. It's a yeah. ton of fun. Mm. Yeah. But like not as good as a quadrifiglio. It's not no. Oh, death stare. But but like if you spend Your time in the interior right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you spend time like in the interior of that car, it's crazy that the number of fonts yes. that are in oh, like, yeah. like nothing matches. Yeah. The build quality is terrible, but I want one. 
Yeah, yeah. It's when I great. when I went and picked it up from the dealer, I was gonna bring it to. I had to bring. I had to bring it to Aspen. Oh no! For a vintage for a vintage race that they were doing, and okay. it was gonna be their pace car. Oh, that's. And they fantastic. said we have no one to drive it, and my hand went. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm like, who are the high. other idiots that don't want to drive this? Because, I mean, I don't really want to take my uh, 16 Explorer. Right. To Aspen, that right, sound and be fun. the pace car, <laughs> right? Duh. Yeah, you guys are going to destroy this. So the uh, the uh, dealership locally uh-huh. that will go r- remain nameless had put his logo all over it, sure, and his name, sure. and yeah. I drove it like a complete asshole <laughs> the whole weekend. I mean, we were on, you know, going down towards um, towards Independence Pass, and uh-huh. I was in race mode the whole time. Yeah, which I was specifically told not to put it in race mode because that turns everything off and you'll die. And I was like. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. But all the gauges turned red and the exhaust gets louder. Why wouldn't I have it race all the time? It does move around a lot. Under oh, yeah. Like it, it'll move under oh, braking. It scooted under... around under braking. Yeah. It was... it was entertaining in the back seat. But like it was, it moved around a lot, but it was still confidence inspiring. Oh, like, yeah. It's like a magical combination. I agree. And the brakes? The brakes were amazing. Oh. Yeah. Like once the, and especially like we had four laps in it. So like, which isn't like an ideal way to learn a car, right? Because you're like, okay, get in. You had four laps in it. Four <laughs> laps. Dave had zero. Well, you had four laps in the back seat. Thirty-six thousand mile serpentine belt. All <laughs> the, right. The next time we get like the crazy car that we both are salivating over, yeah. I'm just gonna make you not drive it. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, but like, after about a lap, the the brick kind of came up to temp, uh-huh. and yeah. they were oh, just. Yeah. Oh, God, the, it, the pedal feel is great. The guy kept telling you to brake harder. Like, you yeah, couldn't right. brake as hard as it could go. Like, yeah, and, and I don't think I got into ABS the whole time. No. Like, I, And I was hitting the brakes yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a ton of fun. That is an amazing car. 36,000 yeah. miles serpentine. That's crazy. And I would not, I, I mean, I did not fact check this myself, right. but... The, but the, that's believable, that's, though. I was staring at one last week yeah. in this dealership, and he told me, "Yeah, he goes, it's surprisingly affordable." He goes, "I don't think they're making any money on that service, but right. yay, Ferrari for your motor <laughs> that's in it." I mean, that's what he told me. He goes, "It's a Ferrari motor with two cylinders, yep. chopped off, and yeah. two turbos." Yep. Oh, that's the right way to do it, in my opinion. I it would agree. So good. We are yeah. at elevation. <laughs> we yeah. need perform. We need force induction. Yep. Yep. Yeah, <sighs> although we drove the the Z, the not the Z, the um the, the carbon, Grand Sport yeah we carbon drew, edition it was the carbon sixty five or something okay. like that Corvette yeah. I've seen them I've not driven one uh I cannot fathom why someone would get out of that car and be like yeah you know what I need the Z O six yeah right? yeah yeah it's it like, accelerated so hard it almost gave us both a concussion when our heads hit the rear bulkhead yeah 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 it was a lot of fun. And yeah, I, yeah. I and we were at ten thousand feet. Yeah, we were in Estes. Yeah, we were in Estes oh really? Park yeah, when we drove it. And yeah, I don't. Why would you want more than that? It, it, that's it was like too that's much. like carrying yeah. two loaded guns around because versus yeah. because America. That's yeah. why. America. That's right. America. Well, then we drove the Hellcat up there, and it was like, oh, okay, I understand why, because we just did burnouts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is it possible to make a, a a Challenger video without burnouts? I'm I'm no. convinced whether it's Hellcat or Demon. No. And then now they're doing this this crate motor that you can get from yeah. them, the Elephant motor uh-huh. that's a thousand horsepower. Yeah. Which you could give one of those cars to my mother to drive, and she would do a burnout. Right? Duh. Yeah. 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 That's uh, the yeah. best. Yeah. America. Yep. 
That's yeah. not my choice in a car, but you know. Yeah, it's they, they're they're real they're real heavy at every car show. Yeah. Every I mean, oh, there's yeah. tons of yeah. of Hellcats, and I get it. What's you know? it going to be like 25 years from now, though? Because you have that vision where, you, like, you're looking at it not just from today's lens, but from the collector lens down the road. I mean, they're we're writing them. I mean, they're collectible already. I yeah, mean, yeah. Limited production. Right. And, right. Um. But how's everything in it going to hold up in 25 years? Good luck finding an unmolested one that hasn't had the crap kicked out of it. That's the thing, yeah. right? It'll yeah. be on Bring a Trailer for some ridiculous right? amount of money. It'll be that and like yeah. a, a ne- yeah, Nissan 240 going for like six figures. Yeah, what was that 240? <laughs> Wasn't there just a 240 that sold on Bring a Trailer for some? Oh. It was, yeah, because it had like no It was like 6,000 yeah. miles or something, yeah. I saw, I saw one with front-end damage, and I almost offered the guy like, I, walking to it, I was like, "Can right. I please have that for a thousand dollars?" They're great yeah. cars too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. 90s, the one, man. The one that I, the current uh, era one that I think is like really uh, could go either way is the Alfa Romeo Four C. Oh. Like, is that gonna yeah. be? Is that gonna be worth anything twenty years from now? Or are people just gonna look at that back then like, what the? Is hell it gonna was be that? like a DeLorean? You're right, yeah. Right? I think it's really? I don't know. I think I haven't driven one. I just got I offered to drive one and I need to. I need yeah, to. Yeah, you that need gentleman. to. But they look fan- they look they look, they look amazing. Fantastic. Like little spaceships. Yeah. But they're like so light of the navigator. Yeah. They're so strange. Yeah. Although maybe that's what it is. Maybe like in twenty five years, like there's no way anyone's gonna buy that as their car. Right. You know, right. so like as a collector car. Well, I think it's be... an instant fun car. I mean, I don't yeah. think I don't think there's yeah. many people dailying those except for the I don't know. I mean, that's what they were going after. They were going after the Boxster and the yeah, yeah. you know, and like yeah, but they're, people they're daily the Boxster. Yeah, yeah. They're but man, they're they're cool. The first time I was behind one, I couldn't believe how wide they are. Yeah, they're, they're huge. They're so straight, and they're and like so low. The the proportion when you really start to like get up close to them and like really take them in, they're they're very strange. Yeah, you know, because they they are low and but stubby at the same time. Yeah, because I yeah. just I. When I was at that um, Alpha dealer in, or not dealer, they're an aftermarket. I just saw one last week, and he offered to let me drive it. You should absolutely take them up. I've always wanted to drive. They had one sitting on the show floor at the Denver Auto Show. Yeah. Why? That's another thing. Is our Denver Auto Show getting weaker and weaker every year? So, yes, it is. Watch our French film about what it's like to cover the auto show as an automotive journalist. Okay. Because it, I come from two regional markets. Like, right. I moved from Kansas City, another regional auto show, right. to here. I've never been to like a good auto show. The Minneapolis Auto Show, when I was a kid, had rooms. I mean, okay. you would go floors and rooms. and I mean, it wasn't a Detroit or an L.A. Sure. or anything like that. I've never been to one of those, but the first time I came here and went to the Denver Auto Show, I was like, what? So guess who wasn't there this year at the Denver Auto Show? <laughs> Cadillac? Yep. No Cadillacs whatsoever. No Mercedes? No Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. No Infinity. They sell a million Infinities in Denver. Everybody's no, got a QX no bullshit. Yeah, no, no Porsche. Right? I, I don't know what it was if people just thought it wasn't worth their time. Hmm. Yeah. It, and it, they, they had Porsche last year. Yep. And Cadillac two years ago, yeah, for sure, yeah. And they had, you know, a, a large GM presence. Oh yeah, than that. oh yeah. yeah, GM and Ford and everybody was talking about tailgates this year, and that was about it. Yeah. Yep, Bluetooth speakers in your tailgate. That's a thing. Yep, yep. GMC, GMC. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird market too, because like I think people like 
it's almost like we have like a cartoonish view of Denver yeah. in the automotive in- industry because like every time we meet industry people, you know, they're always talking about you know very lifestyley like oh everyone kayaks oh, yeah. and all yep. that sort of bullshit. Absolutely, and it's all wheel drive and, and yeah, and everyone's talking. They want to talk to you about the, like the Rav Four and shit, and it's like there are enthusiasts here yeah. Yeah, too, and like kind of a lot of them. We've got a crazy landscape. In Denver, you know, yeah. and we have a year. I mean, you can drive your enthusiast car year round, yeah, you and not gotta, worry about rust. Yeah, you got to pick your spots, but yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I put a set of studded tires on my M forty five, year Sweet. round. Yeah, and that's that's the other thing. That Slowest blows my mind. donuts in the world. Hilarious. <laughs> You're still doing donuts, man. <laughs> yeah, but how many like Nissan GTR thirty fours? Oh yeah, have you insured here? Oh uh, yeah, right. And that's that's the hard one for us because we got to determine if it's a daily or if it's right. You know, pleasure use. Right, exactly. Because we don't we don't do daily stuff. Right, we don't exactly. Have a program for that. That's yeah, what we've got weird stuff here. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Right. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it, it it is it's, a weird interaction. I feel like between the car industry and this region. I I feel like the outside world or or just like manufacturers just view us as the land of Subarus and all-wheel drive cars, and that's what they're going to move here, Mm -hmm. right? But really, like, I've seen an Enzo on the street. Mm -hmm. I've I've seen Aventadors on the street, Mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah. And the Oscar Mm -hmm. Mayer Wienermobile. So, like, (laughs) you know, it's a varied landscape in Denver. Someone's in Denver dailying the Oscar Mayer (laughs) Now, if you get to insure that, that would be awesome, and I need to drive it. I mean, it's if someone owned one, I'm sure we could. Oh my God, can I? Buy as long it? as it wasn't could... still, you know, at being used commercially, yeah, yeah, we could do it. Ian, could you crash your R32 into it, and then I'll buy <laughs> a salvage Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Yeah. I'll crash the Saab into it instead. <laughs> yeah, like, kill no. two birds with one stone. Yeah. No, nice. that poor R32. We need. Keep that. I love that car. We do. Yeah. We do. It's great. I love it. The the first time Ian and I met, my 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 wife at the time and his wife were in like a riding thing together. Mm-hmm. And so like we like, you know, we got set up on the friend date, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh-huh. like we walk to the parking garage and like he sees my stupid sob and I see his R32 and I'm like, yeah, we're going to be friends. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that to people before about their yeah. car. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? And even the other thing I tell people too is I am terrible with names. Absolutely terrible. Okay. But okay. if you tell me what you have or if I see yeah. what you have. I've lived in the same house for 10 years. I don't know the majority of my neighbor's names, uh-huh. but I know where that gray... Toyota Sienna goes exactly. where it lives and who <laughs> drives yep, it. Yep, right. I'm not a Sienna enthusiast. Right. Yeah. right. However, yeah. I know where it lives. Right. And I know the woman that drives it. Right. Do not know her name. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey you, Sienna. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, what? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. that's my jam. That's <laughs> hey. being in sales and not knowing names, it works out really well. <laughs> it does. Yeah. 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 I understand that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ian. Dave. I also have to pee, which is my other motivation for wrapping it up. We did a car show. We done did a car show. So if people want Haggerty Insurance, what do they do? They call? Um, They can call us. They Uh, go to the website? Yeah, the 800 number. They can can call us. We're open seven days a week, and uh, someone will quote something or answer questions over the phone. Um, They can go on the website, quote it themselves, um, or they can reach out to me. Um, I don't get paid commissions, so... I'm just the figurehead. Nice. The egg-shaped figurehead for Haggerty in northern Colorado. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, no, just give us a ring or or quote something on online, and if you have questions, please let us know, and we're happy to 
talk cars. Uh, there's one thing that we do, and it's cars. We don't do any homeowners insurance. We don't do life insurance. Uh, we like to think that we're experts in this space. So any questions yeah. anyone has, please reach out to me or to anyone uh, at Haggerty, and we're happy to run down an answer for you or talk cars with you all day. <laughs> yeah. Since I just ran your podcast really long, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. This is this, this is the best. This yeah. is what it's for. You can edit it all out, all the, nope. all the goofy stuff. <laughs> nope. Stay it in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. We don't edit anything, really. No. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh-huh. Well, uh, yeah, thanks again. And we will definitely have you back on to do Please. another, I'm going to guess, four-hour podcast. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I'd love to. You guys are outstanding. Great. Keep up the great work. I really like it. No, thank you thank for you. coming. Yeah. You yeah. and six other people agree. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Eric. Yep. Thanks. Woo! I'd like need to hydrate. <laughs> It was a long show. Yeah, but it, the time flew. It really did. We had a fantastic time talking to Eric. Eric, you are welcome back in the blanket fort anytime. Anytime. I'm sure zero people are listening at this stage of the podcast. <laughs> However, um, yeah, check check out the the, the price tool. Oh, all the, the stuff on Haggerty's website. Yeah, the vehicle valuation tool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just... Uh, um, Look him up on the the old Instagrams. You saw that on the on the YouTubes. Yep. When you're 1992 Geo Metro. Yes. When you want to insure that and prove that it's a collectible vehicle, because like uh, that one guy from Anthrax, Scott Ian with mm-hmm. the beard, mm-hmm. he owned it at one point. Oh. And you can prove it. Yeah. You want Haggerty to insure it? Give him a call. I love it. Yeah. Um. Other than that. If you like this nonsense, teamclearcoat.com has the particulars. We're on the social medias. All of that. If you see something crazy out there, you should call the hotline. Mm-hmm. We have we have we have quite the hotline queued up for episode 191. Oh good. Oh, it's gonna get real. Awesome. Yeah. And uh this was episode 190. Yeah. And there are things happening, maybe. For episode two hundred. Perhaps. Uh so keep your ears open? I don't know. I don't even know what I'm <laughs> saying anymore. Follow us on Twitter. We'll, if you like us, you'll you'll find out about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we love you, everyone. Yes. Goodbye.